Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to episode 153 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode drops on Wednesday, February 25th, and my name is Dan Gorman. Wheat thins. Call me when they're wheat thicks. Give me that wheat. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Casey Lyons. Jimmy Dune, Sausage Joes. My name is Greg Legro, and this looks like a job for Bipolar Bear. But I just can't seem to get out of bed. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got so much to talk about this week. We are reviewing what we do in the shadows against Dracula 2000 uh, mm. in Film Roulette. We are going to talk about Frank Zappa's Joe Joe's Garage, and then we're going to roll for movies next week. One of us will be doing a rundown of an episode of 90210 from season two, and so much more. Yeah, we're going to talk about the Oscars too in Itty Bitty Tidbit Committee. Uh-huh. But oh, first, oh. yes, stuff to talk about. Oh. Yeah. Isn't that what we do in the uh Yeah. No, well we need to talk about some stuff that I think pertains to the podcast. Oh. And not and not, e- not necessarily it's not bit, very not small. Bits of titties. Yeah. Mm. It's huge. It is. Yeah. How do we talk about it without I, bragging? I don't want there's no way. <laughs> no. Yeah. Like it's super cool we're in the top ten. Top <laughs> ten podcasts of Toronto on yes. Blog TO. We were named. Yeah. 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 Thanks for everybody who voted. We're, we are one of the top ten podcasts of the last thirty years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, Toronto, uh, big big blog in Toronto. If you don't know Blog TO, it's like a they just post uh, about you know restaurant reviews and yeah. and culture and all that they're stuff. Ba- yeah, and they're basically the site on the internet that knows the most about good podcasts. Yeah, <laughs> especially ours. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, we're like man, what a what a crazy treat. Yeah, what a nice thing to uh, to be do over yeah. as well from Modern, uh, Modern Superior made it totally. Yeah, super yeah, congrats to Modern Jamie Superior do. shows yeah, yeah. in the top ten awesome. of Toronto. Yeah, we're taking over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and lots of other stuff uh was on there that was super good. I liked uh I liked that list. And yeah. uh yeah, we 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 beat out a lot of competition that seemed really tough, but also a lot of competition that I love uh that mm. w- that was nominated and you know, Mamo didn't make it onto the top 10, but Mamo's fucking amazing and yes. so there's Mamo's on my top 10. Yeah, definitely. Right. So tons and tons of... Below, see you next Wednesday, (laughs) obviously. (laughs) I think the point that uh, we can take away from it is that there's just a lot of fucking good podcasts in Toronto right now. Yeah. Yeah. And slowly getting a little bit of awareness around podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. But no no matter how many there are and how good they are, Mm. 
we're in the top ten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there could be the best podcast in the world not on that top ten list. Yeah. Right. We're better than it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think by definition. No. Yeah. I, I feel dirty now. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, just, just what a great thing. Oh, yeah. Super excited. Yeah. And now. It was a very stressful morning, though. Oh, oh man. yeah, there we were. Did, we, <laughs> uh, they they announced it at Pod Camp. Yeah, yeah and we burglar was there. Yeah, yeah Berg, at, at eight thirty in in the morning or something, yeah. we got a uh, a message from Berg saying, "Ah, oh, you guys made it on the thing." And yeah, I was like, "Oh my god, that's amazing!" Yeah, yeah. And then the list went up, and, and we, I was like, "I got to look at the list." Absolutely, yeah. we were not on the list. Not on the list. <laughs> and there was I only nine. The list. Yes, nine. <laughs> there were nine. Here's your top ten. Yeah, yeah. nine. One of them, <laughs> one of them worked, is invisible. I had worked yeah. the night before uh, late, so, you know, waking up to this much earlier than I should have been up to and, like, had not having any yeah. food or coffee yet, it was too emotional for me <laughs> to deal with, like, yeah. what does it mean? You were, <laughs> you were in rare form I just, morning. like, don't play with my emotions yeah. like this. You they were said so we were angry. on this, yeah, and then yeah. they didn't Is it real it. or not? I don't, I don't yeah. know what's happening. <laughs> well, so I'm frustrated. I, yeah. But, uh, but an we, hour later, yeah, we were there. Yeah, <laughs> we were up there. Yeah. That's but, all that matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we're so excited. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you to all of our listeners. Yes, even the ones that didn't vote. If you didn't live in Toronto and you didn't know that this was going on, or thank if you, you didn't for give listening. A shit, but you're still listening. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Um, okay, well then now we can get into the itty bitty tidbit committee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, first on my list to talk about. And I feel like a lot of people have probably heard about this if you're a podcast listener. Um, Casey, when it when the, when this news came out, Casey said podcasts are going to be sad for a while. Yeah. And it's absolutely true. Yeah. And we're going to get sad for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. Harris Whittles. Harris Whittles died. Died. Um, writer of Parks and Rec wrote on Eastbound and Down, Sarah Silverman show, amazing on Twitter, coined the phrase humble brag, yeah. uh, been on a million podcasts, and every mm-hmm. time his name showed up on one, I was excited to listen to it. Yeah, he was one of those, like Paul F. Tompkins, he's one of those guys where I'm like, if even if I don't give a fuck about the podcast, yeah. if he's on it, I'm listening. Yeah. Totally. And he's always, he was always brilliantly funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, even his, you know, the foam corner stuff, like his, his stuff that's that's purposefully dumb and shit. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is it, just his delivery and, was, was perfect. And that was what I think is so was so endearing about his podcast like uh appearances is because you know you hear a, a lot of stuff about people saying like yeah, I listen to a lot of podcasts and it's like you become almost friends with these people and you know, I didn't know Harris, but I can't remember the last time I was this sad after a and, uh person passing away that I didn't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's been it's been so ongoing for me like like yeah. as soon as I found out, I just started going back and listening to all of his uh his appearances on on Comedy Bang Bang, listening to all the episodes of Analyzed Fish. Yeah. And, and um yeah, I, I have that feeling. It's so bizarre to have that feeling of like, no, he's not really gone. Yeah. Like, like I have that feeling of like like a family member is, is gone, and it's so strange to mourn someone mm-hmm. that you don't know. Yeah. And, and, you know, without feeling like, I feel like an idiot, you know, like I feel like an asshole going like, oh, he just meant so much to me and blah, blah, blah. But he really did. Well, of course he yeah. did. Yeah. Like, like, I think I thought of you immediately because I'm a fan of him, but not I don't know the material. As yeah. Well. Like, I, I love Parks and Rec. And yeah. I, was, I love when he's on... Uh, comedy bang bang but i yeah. wasn't as well versed in it but i i mean i can't think of a time in the last 
five years where you haven't brought something up just like oh, i heard you i gotta hear this yeah and, you know uh it's been pretty constant he's just he he, he was this a, a lot of comedians who did know him mm-hmm. you know have been saying this on twitter and, and on podcasts and whatnot just saying he, he's one of those people that's their their humor is so original mm-hmm. like there's no hint of of uh, of anybody else's style or anything yeah, like even yeah. with the best comedians you can kind of go okay well that sounds a little you know robert klein yeah, or they that must have listened a to a lot like of this Richard when they Pryor. were yeah. yeah but but with harris whittles it was just such a it's it was such his own thing yeah. and it was so who he was like yeah. he was one of the most honest uh, comedians and that's uh, another thing i think uh, aziz ansari said that yeah in his you know beautiful and heartbreaking uh and hilarious uh Tumblr. Yeah, you definitely have to read that. Aziz Ansari, you put up this big, long Tumblr post just kind of talking about, uh, you know, he, he was on Parks and Rec, so they were close and, and mm. shared things and they, that you probably would never have been able to see, like emails and screen grabs and stuff of things. And the thing that comes that comes uh, across so much for me that I maybe didn't know before the news, but, like, it sounds like so much of his life was just these, like, peppered jokes like like his signature in one of the email screen grabs you were saying was funny because it says not sent from a rotary tele or this was sent from a rotary telephone <laughs> yeah like where where it normally says like sent from my iphone or yeah <laughs> he had subbed in sent from an old rotary telephone <laughs> yeah and and then the stuff like in the uh, aziz post about you know they were going to pitch movies and the, and the kind of shit he would get up to in a pitch like you know you're going into a place to pitch to these like executives something yeah. that could like make your career and harris is just like I'm going to treat this like a joke anyway, just because I like making motherfuckers laugh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, oh, man. It, sorry, it just, it really bums me out. It bummed me. And, and, and not to be, you know, like modeling and, and yeah. like, uh, to overstate it or anything, but yeah, like I'm having a weirdly hard time with it. Me too. Mm-hmm. And and every podcast that drops that I've been listening to have had, like most of the big ones have had something about yeah. Harris, obviously. And uh, Scott Ackerman on County Bang oh, Bang, boy. they posted like the last thing that they had recorded with him, which was actually pretty recent. Um, yeah, which February eleventh. Hard to listen it. to, but even it was so. Funny. Even then, he's fucking killing it through the whole episode. Yeah, so funny. Like he's the only one who's straight through hilarious. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and then at the end, like at the beginning of that, uh, Scott Ackerman introduces it. Yeah, and you know, Scott Ackerman's not an overly emotional. Performer. He holds it you down for a while, it, but. Uh, but you can really hear you it in his tell. voice. You can hear the waver in his voice, and yeah. then, um, and then after they they just posted all of the best lines from his uh, yeah. phone corner segment with a fish song underneath. Yeah, <laughs> so perfect. Yeah, and and that was the part that really got me. Yeah, uh, I was at work when I was listening to it, and I'm just like, don't yeah. cry in the warehouse. <laughs> totally. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, just because it's I I can't believe the world lost some like, somebody that was so necessary yeah in in uh and put in, out so much like yeah. he you know people talked about his like kind of crazy fast rise to writing on tv shows from when he started doing stand-up and he was about to he was literally about to move to new york and write on a new show with aziz yeah. and like the amount of small but like brilliant things that he's put out like just that you know uh, like thousands of tweets you know all the little dumb jokes on comedy bang bang in the foam corner they're all hilarious and they all make me laugh like you're saying he says these really dumb jokes that he doesn't even think are good enough to put on his twitter yeah but like somehow the way he says them are amazing yeah <laughs> yeah what is what is the one it's he just like like there's a lot of like really clever wordplay and stuff yeah 
He says, uh, I've said I've said it before and I'll say it again before. I'll say I've said it before and yeah. I'll say it again again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I the one from the end of the comedy bang bang that made me just crack up. I almost use it as the beginning of the uh yeah. of the episode, but when he's like, I hate smoking sections. Unless we're talking about the mask starring Jim Carrey, then the smoking section is my favorite part. <laughs> Oh, oh man, yeah. it's so so sad, and I I feel like I'm gonna continue <laughs> to browse through his Twitter. I'm gonna listen to those you know podcast episodes again and again. Yeah, forever. It's yeah. just so sad. And yeah. but you know, I think Scott Ockerin mentioned it just that you know we have these things to go back through and and listen to all of his hilarious jokes, and that's that's nice. Yeah. That's comforting. Yeah, to know. But yeah, what man. a bummer. Yeah, it's Such totally a bummer. bummed out and and. Yeah, uh, like I, uh, I think just listening to to the thing the the things that he's done, and his little appearances here and there, like I'll just I'll just continue to watch, to watch it over and listen to it over and over yeah. and over, because I have nothing else now. Yeah, totally. It's I feel like it's uh, it's harder to deal with or like a uh, sadder in a way or something like that when, when it's uh, a comedian. Or somebody who's incredibly funny who that yeah. you lose is like a that you're a fan of because it's just the sense of robbery of what I mean being able to laugh hard is a really great thing that you yeah. don't get to do uh, anywhere near often enough you know and so if somebody has the power to do that consistently yeah. and then that person is gone there's such a robbery of all this like you know awaited joy yeah know? and yeah. it just it's, it sucks and when uh, I mean I know there's the, the stupid irony of oh the clown and the sadness yeah and yeah, blah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah 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 but. Uh, yeah, it's it's brutal, you know, when somebody like that. When you, you know, there's people you admire, celebrities or musicians or actors or whatever that passed, and there's always been lots of them, you know. Yeah. Uh, but the ones that really stuck with me the most, that really still, I I have trouble almost delving into their work, like Phil Hartman or John yeah. Candy, because yeah. it's really it's like, what the fuck, man? Like, yeah. yeah. How can this not be part of the world anymore? You know? That's that's I think how how the the closest comparison for me is when Phil Hartman died. Yeah. Uh, of how I feel, it's just. Yeah. Like somebody and the weird and Harris Whittles hasn't really been on my radar for that long, you know, maybe no, four no. or five yeah. years, yeah, maybe yeah. longer than that. But uh, um, and, and and it's funny. It's like you say, like like you, the the world is robbed of that specific type of joy. Mm-hmm. But it's also like to my mind too. It's also comedy. He could have he could have been the next wave of comedy mm-hmm. he could have been such a defining voice in the way comedy goes yeah. and such an important voice and the world was just starting to know who he was yeah yeah uh and for somebody who wasn't even trying very hard yeah. what an asshole <laughs> <laughs> like yeah he, his rise to success was was crazy meteoric like yeah. yeah he just started doing stand-up and then everybody heard of him and was like oh that guy's funny yeah, and put then him he in a writing room yeah. started writing like everybody's shows and shit and not showing up because he was off doing drugs and shit like yeah he, he was yelled at and reprimanded so many times for parks and rec um, for just leaving the show to do drugs, and, yeah. yeah, and that's the thing that bums me. That's out what's so shitty, so right? Fucking worst. Especially if you list, like, if you listen to the the Pete Holmes, you made it weird episode with him. Oh where, boy, where it's just like you can tell that he was in that struggle between I don't want to do these anymore, 
but and I'm th- in the throes of addiction. And this is just my life now. Yeah. Like, I, I was listening also to, if you listen to, to uh, his earlier WTF, which which Mark Merrill yeah. posted uh, uh, after his death, you listen to that and then listen to the You Made It Weird where he talks about having been in rehab yeah. and then just going straight into heroin. Yeah, um, it's crazy. He, like, there there was a certain resign in his voice, like or, or a certain like resolve, I guess, like, well, this is what I do now. Yeah. I, just, I do drugs. Well, when he described the lengths of which he would go to to try and score drugs, yeah. like following people into weird buildings and just like yeah. he was in the throes of addiction. Yeah. Like, yeah, he would have, yeah. And that's so fucking bumming. Just a, oh, what yeah. a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. A waste. If you if you've never heard of Harris Whittles, and uh, you're a podcast listener and a comedy fan, you you need to go check out his work. Yeah. Uh, check out the comedy band bang stuff. Scads of yeah. it. Listen to. Luckily, yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. Great. Um, so, yeah, rest I'm, in peace. I'm excited to branch out into. Well, excited and all sad. Yeah, sad and like I'm gonna go listen to everything that I hadn't heard before and be, feel stupid for not listening to it while it was happening. But then. <laughs> Just be so bummed that there's yeah, more. Just, I'm yeah. just, I really know his comedy bang bang appearances, yeah. which are fucking awesome. Yeah, but th- those are such a good indication of of him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because it, it is him, like just talking kind of the the way he talks, kind mm. of thing, and, and being himself. And then and then the depths of stupidity that he was willing to go to. Yeah, to be funny. <laughs> yeah, nothing wasn't funny, and he said no. that before. Like he's like everything is funny. Yeah, like, they get into that on the You Made It Weird episode where he's just, like, talking about, you know, what they talk a little bit about, like, is it too controversial to say these kinds of jokes or whatever? And he's just like, no, well, you know what? <laughs> yeah. I'll say whatever if it makes someone laugh. Like, yeah. yeah. So. Mm-hmm. What and, I, I, and I, like, I, I love that. Like, uh, I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Just just Super crazy sad. upsetting. Yep. Seek his stuff out, though. Definitely. Yeah. Totally. Go listen go to it. Just go be, read his Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, go go re- go okay, go read his Twitter yeah. and you'll you'll just spend you know h- however long just just scrolling through and laughing. Yeah. Also, is Vine still a thing? Do they still have Vine? Yeah, I think so. Uh, if you can that find should his still be up there. Yeah, if you can find his Vine things. That my my quote for for today <laughs> like he just is these weird stream of consciousness. Yeah. Like just the, those things that your weird friend does, yeah. but yeah, like, I haven't gone back to his vine. About? He would do all these like behind the music ones, where yeah. it was just him smoking a cigarette, talking in a British accent about like music we were stuff. The biggest band in the world. <laughs> yeah, so good. Mm-hmm. Go go watch all of his stuff yep. for sure. Um, and I guess we should segue into something that uh, Greg and I watched, but I don't believe you watched because you don't have cable. Yeah, uh, but we did have a little group chat while some of it was going mm-hmm. on. The Oscars just happened. Yeah, um, I don't have cable either, buddy. Just put a little thing in the back of your TV. <laughs> watch TV. Uh, <laughs> put your little thing in the back of a TV. Yeah. <laughs> Slow down, technology giant. <laughs> yeah, mine was bad, so it was skipping around. Like the antenna I had, yeah. I had to find the perfect spot halfway through to yeah. like have it like leaning up oh, against it's a bitch something to get in my mine room. set up because of w- the way my uh, apartment. Well, you know, just the construction of the uh, the townhouse or whatever yeah. shit. Those little like make as many of the same as possible and cram <laughs> them all together. There's a there's a pocket that has really bad reception for everything, and that's the only place my TV will really go. Oh. So <laughs> I have to I fucking just I, I aggravate my wife because I get so fucking mad yeah. while I'm walking around trying to get a signal. I'm like, yeah. this, come on, this makes no sense. <laughs> Why here or not here? The only place, if I hold it in front of the TV in my hand is like the best one. Like, yeah. This dick, come on. <laughs> a foot over here. But anyway, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> but that's saying it's $5 little antenna. Maybe even so this stick got like a... Like bunny ears? Is that... It's kind of yeah, like Yeah, that's what mine is. Yeah, mine has literally bunny ears. Bunny ears. Yeah. 
literally, literally the ears yeah. of a rabbit. I killed a rabbit and then <laughs> <laughs> I gave him five dollars. I, I paid him five bucks to fix my TV. He couldn't do it. <laughs> so I killed him. him. <laughs> took his ears. I and mounted made a his head on the top of my television yeah. as a warning to other rabbits. <laughs> <laughs> and to my shock and dismay, it had a good signal, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was pleased. Yeah. yeah. But Oscars. <laughs> yeah. Now I didn't see a lot of movies or anything this week. The only thing I did see was to fit in with this, so I'll bring it up when we get to it, because I imagine we'll talk about all this shit for a while, because there's lots to talk about. Yeah. Um, I watched the red carpet. Okay, I didn't. Which I... I, I skipped. I don't understand why people watch the red carpet. I watch it because it's the most awkward thing I have ever seen in my life. Yeah. <laughs> and hilarious. I love that aspect of it, because it's nonstop awkward. There's yeah. no point where it's like, well, this is interesting. You know, it's always bad. Yeah. And, like, first you get the Canadian version, the e-talk yeah half an hour oscars r- red carpet which is easily the worst because it's uh mulrooney oh geez. Uh, he's horrible yeah he's i guess he's our, is, uh, for american listeners he's like our is he our ryan seacrest is that what Maybe. he is well, i i don't even think i think he's, he's our mario lopez yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go <laughs> he's awful but with but with with even less of uh, with less charisma yeah <laughs> so bad and he's interviewing people and he had a really awkward exchange with richard linklater where Linklater clearly, and he was like, hey, great to see you again. And Richard Linklater's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, wow, it's so neat. You know, when you were here last year, uh, you know, I, I had no idea that you had such a crazy movie coming out. And I was just, I can't believe, you know, it's, I had no idea. And Richard Linklater's like, well, you know, this time last year we had premiered it in some of the film festivals. <laughs> so, so you could have had yeah. some idea, yeah, some idea if you were. But a, you are terrible at what yeah. you do. So that was all weird and stuff. It was a really bizarre exchange. Is great. Then Ethan Hawke showed up and he's like, just like a cool guy. Yeah. Because even with talking to Mulrooney, he, like he was really nice to him in a way that made me feel bad for how much I. Take you know talk shit about. It. I was like, damn it, Ethan Hawke. Even Ethan Hawke's nice to but him. You're nicer than me, Ethan Hawke. Then yeah. uh, and you you know there's all kinds of bad conversation and stuff like that. And of course there was the the uh, awkward exchange with uh, Dakota Johnson and Melanie Griffith. I heard about that. Uh, no, what yeah, happened? Well, okay. I now, just found out recently that she's her daughter. Yeah, I didn't know that either. And then I was like, oh, totally. She looks like Don Johnson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She, yeah. She's a. She looks like a really weird combination of the two of totally. them. Totally. She's very pretty. Uh, yeah. Or, or I found her very pretty. Not and then anymore. I heard that, and now, now I just see fucking. I don't know. Yeah. Don Johnson. I can't unsee Don with Johnson. Nice boobs. Um. So now apparently the whole press tour for Fifty Shades of Grey has been a disaster. Yeah. Like a total disaster where she's just like really weird and despondent and stuff oh, like that. Cool. And she was like this and I, 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 she was walking around being interviewed by a few people and she was very like, uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, like it was a chore for her to be there. I'm like, why are you even there? It's the Oscars. And yeah. you were in like, just because this You're thing in made the $90 million, dollars, you shit. And it was so funny. Just before the really awkward exchange happened, uh, they mentioned uh, Reese Witherspoon's hashtag, which was "Ask Her More," because Reese, w- Reese Witherspoon is irritated that all women yeah. ever get asked about are the dresses. Who are you wearing? Yeah, she's fucking more. right. Absolutely too. right. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then I saw the exchange with Dakota Johnson. I was like, "Ask her more," uh, unless it's Dakota Johnson. Cause just ask her what the dress is and get her the fuck out of there because she won't say anything else. Yeah. And so she's standing around being interviewed about it, and 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 then the, the interviewer is like, "Oh, and Melanie Griffith, have you seen the movie?" And she's like, "Oh no, I." Uh, it's like I don't think I want to 
Yeah. <laughs> All the sex stuff. She doesn't yeah. want to watch her daughter get spanked and yeah. banged by this fucking guy. Oh, I thought she meant no. It looks terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a good movie. She's like for this, and I like I kind of understand that. I don't think anyone would want to necessarily watch the daughter do that. But no. she's like, ugh, ugh, fine. And she's like, it's not that bad. And she's like, I just, I just, I don't. Uh, <laughs> I don't I just, care for you as an the, actress. The subject matter, I don't think. I'm like, I know she's a wonderful actress, and I've seen it in other things, and I don't need this. And she's yeah. like, fine, we get it. You're not going to see the movie. And, wow. And I was like, oh, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> and it was really awkward and weird, and she was weird and a couple other ones, so that was bizarre. And I was just listening to the things that the interviewers say to people. I feel like, like trying to work in a third time's a charm with somebody they were talking to and the actor had no idea what they meant and then they had to spell it out for him and I felt like that happened over and over again and I feel like all of these red carpet interviewers like there was a, a bet or like they're handed out uh, a sheet of things that they have to work into conversation yeah. beforehand <laughs> like say this crazy sentence <laughs> like five, five <laughs> seconds before yeah. they, uh, it really is shocking it's like they, they find the absolute most vapid people yeah. that they can possibly and go here go interact with celebrities <laughs> And and these people are like, yeah. I like yeah. your hair. And it's two hours long, two hours, which I fucking I forget every year yeah. how long this fucking thing is. And I don't understand what the what the appeal and fascination is because I don't think at at the end of any red carpet special anyone has ever been like, you know what, that was great. Yeah, that, that was, was a really wonderful. good red carpet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like even less like. I feel similarly about the Oscars because it's. I feel like it's been a while since I've at the end of an Oscars been like that was wonderful. I thought Ellen was good. Ellen, Ellen made was me laugh. yeah, but I feel like it's always just been chunks of it. Like well, I, like the I think like that's always the Oscars. I know, though. but I when think that's kid, always notice less. Like the red carpet exists because people like to say that dress was bad, that yeah. dress was great, and yeah. so those little nuggets of of you know moments that people like to talk about fashion are in there but yeah. they've extended it to two and a half hours yeah. or two hours and then it's like ugh and Who the same thing with the Oscars I, I, well I don't know I mean it's popular I mean I don't know. Like, I feel like it was created so that Joan the, Rivers' daughter well, would have something. I to think do. it was I, Joan Rivers is really the reason that there is such a huge yeah, red yeah. carpet thing because there wasn't the fucking two hours of red carpet in the eighties. That wasn't a fucking thing, right? You know, but and then she's huh, we'll jump ahead. Joan Rivers was not in the memoriam. Yeah. Wow! Yeah. Really? Yeah. Which? Yeah. Which I, th- is, I thought you were gonna say uh, uh, Joan Rivers wasn't there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay. "What is this shit?" <laughs> I don't care if you're dead. Yeah, I didn't really notice it at the what? time. And but I then thought I saw maybe it would. I noticed, but then I was like, "Well, maybe she fell in that like weird time frame, and she'll be in next year's like with Roy Scheider." He had yeah. Like yeah right. half with, because they they have this specific sort of yeah. cutoff point. But no, that's not it. She's on the website and just like, yeah, you know, lots of people. I'm like. Yeah, she was like an integral part of your shit, though, for yeah. like 20 some odd years. Yeah, like, totally. how do you not, how do you not honor that? That's insane. It's uh, so how insulting. is she not one of the centerpieces of yeah, that? Yeah, like, I, I mean, yeah, a lot of people died this year. Like, or, or, Oh, like, man, it was crazy. Some yeah. big, huge names yeah, in there. Big names. Just like, but, oh, really? And no disrespect to anyone, but like Elizabeth Pena died, and I didn't know that. And I was like, oh, yeah, shit, yeah, look at that. that but I mean,. What's the what's the criteria then for someone who you worked closely with for over twenty years, uh, you know, next to an uh, an actress that most people couldn't name? Nothing against Elizabeth Payne. No, no, I, I quite like her. She has Lone been, Star she's is been a fucking fantastic movie with her and Matthew McConaughey that most people should see mm-hmm. right. and have not. But it, it, you know, that's that's. I'm just using her as an example because most people either didn't picture her face when I said her name, or if they saw her face, wouldn't know her name. Yeah. So not having Joan Rivers in there is a really weird, insulting. It's, ex- thing. it's extremely yeah. weird. Not 
but not just because of her work with the Oscars or around the no, Oscars she's a or whatever. Comedy icon. Yeah, exactly. it, like, she's she known is, worldwide. Yeah, she's arguably one of the most famous people mm-hmm. ever. Yeah, yeah. Everybody knows yeah. who Joan Rivers exactly. is. Exactly, was. So that's yeah. fucked up. Anyway, super fucked up. Yeah, the show though, the Oscars. The show. Yeah, how was it? I felt. I like, hear Neil Patrick Harris was terrible. Yeah, um, I didn't really. Uh, it felt like a. It really. It started good. I liked the opening number. Yeah, like they always have an opening number. Yeah, that was about way was better fun. than I thought. Better as than soon usual. as it started, I'm like, oh man, is he just gonna Billy Crystal and things? Yeah, sing? like movies are great and stuff is the stuff. Yeah, <laughs> which he kind of yeah. did. But then Jack Black ran out on stage, and I at first I was also like, well, this is gonna be bad. Yeah. but he ran out and did this, and he, he's a you know fine singer, has good timing, and had this yeah. quick fucking little change up in the song where he was the voice of cynicism about how all Hollywood does is pump up tent, tent poles and throw out yeah. superhero movies and all they care about are Chinese dollars and stuff like that and I was like this is fucking awesome yeah, <laughs> it was super, and it was super funny and, yeah, yeah it was great and well executed it was the Sony leak so yeah. uh, <laughs> performances yeah. for sure you shut Angie down <laughs> um, but yeah the opening number good uh, and he's charming and not, I like Neil Patrick Harris I do but too I feel like the, all the puns and poor writing. Like, I don't know how much hand he had in the writing of stuff. Why but Why was he? Yeah, like, well, my Paula sister. Pell, there was a lot of big names behind the writing when I, I saw at the end. Did you say Paula Pell? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Lots of, like. She's great. I know. Lots of great names in the in the little list at the end. I wish I could remember more, but that name stuck. I was like, oh, she's hilarious. I'm why? shocked. I'm shocked that she. Well, I, I guess it's actually a pretty good gig to get. Yeah. It, it just. My thing about the Oscars lately is, like. I know that it's funny to kind of take the piss out of like celebrities and that's kind of what like people kind of want to see but yeah, at a yeah. certain point I don't want all of the like you know big big like jokes that they're trying to land to be like a roasty. I feel no, like no. all of the major like all of the like big kind of we're going for a big laugh here are all kind of like and then something about that person over there yeah, <laughs> yeah. and it's kind of like ah, i get i get that those jokes like connect to yeah. like an i audience, watched it last but year i know jack nicholson is old yeah it's just like i don't know <laughs> it felt like a very half-hearted kind of we didn't you know they always try and pick themes and sometimes they pick just like movie, more often than not they just pick movies are great as their theme yeah and yeah. but this even felt like half-hearted for that it was sure just and like, like a lame magic trick and stuff to yeah open that, that was the like, dumbest what? Really? Ever. Was that what we're doing? That was literally the You're stupidest thing. You're not fooling thing. me. I'm not like, ha, 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 how did they do it? A magic <laughs> trick. At the yeah. beginning of the episode. Wait, were you? Are you sure you were watching the Oscars and not yeah, a child's David Copperfield party? hosted and. <laughs> <laughs> was the cake, you guys? Uh, yeah. Listen, no. that red carpet special was wonderful. <laughs> yeah. yeah, NPH at the beginning said, look, I've put my Oscar ballot in here, and we they do this big production through the whole thing about it. Oh, they, yeah. they brought it in, and it's locked, and we uh-huh. put it in a thing, and hey, you, Octavia Spencer, look at the box and make sure no one steals it. And then he made a joke like, but don't go eat snacks or something. Yeah, and I was yeah, like, yeah. fuck you. What totally. are you doing? <laughs> and he, and he made a weird uh, joke that was supposed to be, I guess he was trying to say something about money, but totally like a bit, you're, hey, Oprah, you're fat. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, a couple that was of times. Where it was like, hey, Oprah, <laughs> how much money did you eat? It was weird. Yeah, because he was saying American Sniper, like everyone on this side of the room is is worth what American Sniper like grossed or something. No, he was talking about the eight motion pictures, yeah. which grossed this massive amount of money, but American, American Sniper, Sniper made so much. Uh, it made oh, half of it, and or more than half of it. Oh, that's and she's gross. like, he's like, so this half of the room, you're the, the other seven movies. nominees, and uh, this and uh, Oprah, you're. Uh, Your sniper. American sniper. Oh, which it, made us. It was totally a size thing that yeah. he was doing at first. But she, then he like she's like, 
What? And, then, and he had to like, like tag okay, it. So he's, he's like, saying like, because you're rich, because you have all the money, yeah. Yeah. right? And he and he had to literally tag it and be like, because you're worth a lot of money. And then yeah. she was like, oh, I have some. Uh, money. <laughs> <laughs> not because you're fat. Welcome <laughs> to the Oscars. Yeah, <laughs> it was just yeah. Jesus. Oh, so that I think that's a perfect uh, example of what the whole night was like. Just yeah, like kinda almost a joke, but mostly just confusing or a uh, you know mean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Um. Yeah, I don't know. There was, but there was a lot of fun little things that happened. Terrence Howard, mm-hmm. did we? Did you? Uh, when he like, what's wrong with Terrence? Howard? When he was like putting, he put his hand on the microphone. It was like oh, oh, man. through his he's, like. He fucking well, he wasn't making any sense. He comes out, and he's really intense, man. And he's like Whiplash. This movie is about a drummer and his teacher who's aggressive. And this movie is two things, mind blowing. <laughs> <laughs> And then moved on. I'm like, that's a, uh, well, okay. Uh, uh, and then he was just blanked out, and he's like, this next movie, this this next movie, oh wow, mind blowing. <laughs> I'm blown away right now. <laughs> the thing with the, now I, these <laughs> drugs I took <laughs> blew are, my mind. are eight things. <laughs> mind, 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 blowing, 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 blowing. When, well, when he came out, I wasn't really paying full attention, and and it seemed like he was he like he was out there to throw to Selma, because he was yeah. talking. Because obviously, there, well, he there does. Was, he introduced three. Uh, yeah, Whiplash, Imitation Game, and then and Selma. Selma. So when I was watching, like half watching, and heard him talking, like he's going to introduce Selma, and then they threw to Whiplash. Yeah, I was. I thought for sure that it was like technical thing because sure. I was like he was just talking about Selma, and then they're like boom, Whiplash. I was like, yeah. that's not Selma. <laughs> but it was just, maybe it was I another magic trick. Yeah. yeah, and he well during his weird speech, he uh, or his introduction. You know how the microphone comes up out of the ground? It's like that little thin. Yeah. Like, and he walked into it or hit his hands on it. So while he's stammering and not making sense, there's like, <laughs> going like, this is crazy. Yeah. This is uh, I love the Oscars. <laughs> yeah. It, it's it's just, it's so clumsy. Yeah. It's yeah. always just been clumsy. Yeah. Well, last year when John Travolta came out and couldn't pronounce Adina Menzel. Adina Menzel, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they she brought comes back. out and makes a joke about his name and he comes out with her. To kind of like, all right, touch I, your face a lot. Yeah, it should have been should have been fine. Could have been like, hey, Travolta, like knows yeah. that he made a stupid thing. She says she, yeah, she introduces him as like Glengoblinglers, yeah, like yeah. just some yeah. random. And then he name. comes up and through the whole thing, he just holds her fucking face, yeah, real close, like, yeah, and and like, and won't let go. And I was watching, I'm like, what the fuck are you, you doing? doing? <laughs> uh, that is weird. It was it's super and I've weird. Seen, like, I I don't know what it's in reference to. I assume it's just a weird, awkward kiss. But I, I've seen oh, the, the Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She or, was getting photos taken. and He just walked up and like planted a firm, open hand on her stomach like a little too low yeah kissed her on the face and like kind of slunk around behind her and if you look at her face there's like four shots she in a row that happened unimpressed. Yeah, not cool yeah well i yeah. don't fucking blame her i mean no. he's, a, he's, he's trying a to he's creep yeah. he's be like i'm i'm back and that i can make fun of it last year yeah but no no and i'm also gonna so open up a bunch but of oh, shit. <laughs> just, i gotta out crazy last yeah, year yeah, yeah. And I saw some still too of him. He was sitting like right behind ben- Benedict Cumberbatch, just staring. Yeah, at him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There were some good tweets. With I the, wish it yeah. was you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I could touch your face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was weird. Really yeah. weird. No, you know what? It, it was. 
it was the same as it has been for for a long time it's like you watch it and you're like some of this is a mess and some of it's funny and i'm enjoying like the craziness of just this like random where these random things happening like him going up and touching faces and stuff <laughs> yeah it's just yeah i don't know I, yeah. people were complaining about the length but i was like it's the oscars every year it's- at like 11 i'm like there's there's like three more to go. Just do them now. Yeah. <laughs> but that's that's part of the tradition. Yeah. People love to bitch and complain about how long it is. Mm-hmm. And also, I think they do it just because I think it's easy for writers to make to write jokes about how long it is. Yeah, so yeah. we've got a million of these things. So mm-hmm. yeah. you know, it was great though. Speaking of length, because they you know if you're talking too long, they put the music on. Yeah, to cue you off. This uh, the it was it for best foreign film. I the, think so. The the, the Ida director, the yeah. Polish guy. He just talked right through it, man. He no way. Stop. Yeah. Good for fucking that guy. He out-talked the music where the music stopped. Yeah. The, like the get off the that stage music. He talked right through it until they stopped like, uh, I guess uh, we'll what's wait. going on? Wow. Well, yeah. fucking good and for him. And then started it up that again. Was the, that was best foreign film. He yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. I really wanted to see that. Yeah, me too. It's we, on the Netflix. That guy was awesome. That was pretty great. You said you were shocked about the Oscars. Were uh, you, before we recorded, were you referencing yeah. that Birdman, because you didn't really like Birdman. One, uh, uh, I uh, really didn't like yeah. Birdman. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was, uh, yeah, not not because I didn't like it, because everybody else liked it. So so sure, but, mm-hmm. but I, I I'm so shocked that it won. Yeah, and I, honestly, it really felt to me like uh, like uh, Hollywood just sucking its own dick. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's such a like it's such an inside movie. Well, yeah, and, it is. And, I it's mean, about- it's it's enjoyable. I mean, yeah, for, for, I, for I really like Birdman. Movies. I think it's great. Right, right absolutely. Uh, um, but but it, it it really just felt like really that's what you want to represent mm-hmm. like like w- with is just this like super inside movie that like yeah Hollywood likes to poke fun at itself and everything but also yeah I mean in most years there I'd were be... important movies this year yeah there really were yeah and and uh, yeah I mean in most years a movie like Birdman winning Best Picture I think would be pretty cool because it is because it's a, a smaller, smaller movie yeah, yeah. you know but something like Boyhood or you know. Selma. Or Selma, or yeah. fucking uh, Whiplash. Whiplash. Yeah, Whiplash. Yeah, no, I like all these movies more. Fucking um, way better movie. Yeah, so that was pretty surprising. And that, yeah, yeah, nothing for Linklater. Yeah, and fucking Eddie Redmayne winning for. Uh, yeah, for I picked Theory him in my pool, but yeah. I, I had a feeling that that was going to happen, and so I picked it, and I was right. But I was like, yeah. but no, yeah. <laughs> why? Uh, yeah. So I just that, that's the movie I watched this week. Is I, I just okay. watched uh, Theory of Everything. Oh, yeah. what did you think? Um, as a movie, it's like fine. Yeah, you know, uh, I didn't really find. I, I, I found if there had been some art to the direction like something like like maybe like like any even the the flair of like birdman or something like that give it a little bit of life to telling this story yeah. it'd be much better thank god it has great performances in it because listen redmayne's very good in it yeah, yeah he's a hell of a fucking performance yeah yeah he he is great and he does really convey emotion yeah uh in a man whose face can't move very well totally like, like and that's got to be that's got to be a pretty difficult thing to to do for sure but i saw Way better performance. Well, the two the year. two best performances I saw this year weren't nominated. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, yeah, and uh, David Oyelowo. Thank you. Yeah. Well, oh what, yeah, what he wasn't. Fuck, uh, he no, wasn't he wasn't fucking not, nominated. Which is, oh, like is it's such a weird travesty. Yeah. The whole yeah, yeah. thing. So like Keaton or Redmayne, we all knew that was the front runner business. You know, I like. Uh, two very different kinds of performances. I was pulling for Keaton just because he's fucking Michael Keaton. And that yeah, exactly. Cool. And I want to live in a world where Michael Keaton has an Oscar. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know? uh, but uh, like, I was looking at that. I mean, the other cat, like the best supporting actor category, was so fucking stacked. 
like ridiculously stacked. Yeah. We all knew it was J.K. Simmons, but yeah. still, when you go down the, that those performances, yeah. they're really good. That reminds me, I got to call my mom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, same thing with the uh, with the uh, best actress. Definitely yeah. know it's going to be Julianne Moore. She was wonderful in Still Alice. But anyway, with uh, t- with that category and seeing th- uh, Theory of Everything, I thought Eddie Redmayne was really, really good. But what I was kind of blindsided by in watching the movie, which I wasn't down with the tone for, like from from the oh, get go. No. But uh, I really kind of felt like the, the real towering performance of that movie was Felicity Jones. Oh, you think? Yeah, Fuck she man. was great. Holy shit, what a performance. Yeah. She's great. I haven't seen her in anything before, so yeah. I just no, wasn't nor I. prepared for anything. And the it's, she has a lot to do. It's a, it's a great role, mm-hmm. you know. The, and the, the, the building of sadness, desperation, and fatigue in her is so... Yeah. Masterful, masterfully done, you know. It's it's a really subtle, quiet, thankless performance, much like that woman's life. Because yeah, right. you know, she did so much while he could just work. Like, she had to hold everything together and keep him alive. So right. much like with this performance, she's really holding up Redmayne's very flashy, easy-to-see, yeah. how great he is performance, whereas hers is just a little more really hard fucking work. Yeah. yeah. I was just blown away yeah, by but, it. I, but I, I mean, can't wait to see her in something else. Oscars doesn't see that. No, no. no. At yeah. least she got nominated. And I I don't know if I'd put it over ju- what Julianne Moore did in Still Alice. Yeah, I'm I not sure. Seen that. Yeah, that's great. Just You're going to have a real good time crying. <laughs> <laughs> I always do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so with that, I mean, it's like watching the best actor thing. I was like, oh, bummer. It's not Michael Keaton and uh, I guess Redmayne. But and without Jake Gyllenhaal being there, which I really kind of, I think that was the best thing I saw this year was Gyllenhaal and Nightcrawler. Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, uh, anyway, they got all the other performance awards right, I think. Um, Patricia Arquette for Boyhood oh, for yeah, Supporting sure. Actress, great, and her speech was cool. Yeah, didn't she say something about how uh, about how women should, you know, make as much money as men? Yeah. Uh yeah, yeah. I I love I love that she said that and I love that she would take the time in her Oscar speech to say that mm. it's so sad that she has to say that though no yeah, yeah. Like in twenty fifteen I thing. hate when when the Oscars are on and people like I don't know I feel like I saw some stuff on the internet like well all these people like talking in their speeches about like whatever you know thing they care about or whatever but to me like. Like that's more important than whatever else is going on on stage. Like I, I love the old clips of like Marlon Brando sending up, uh, yeah. um, uh, I can't come with the name, but like sending up people like yeah, not showing up for their Oscars because of the things they care about, and yeah. like making a spectacle of this like clearly stupid who cares event about like yeah. let's give ourselves awards. Yeah, yeah. I George love C. that Scott shit. It's awesome for that shit. Exactly. Get that, turn them down. No thanks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no thank you. Exactly. Yeah. There's bigger things. Yeah. I love when soy they do bomb that. Yeah. <laughs> is another. Uh, important voice <laughs> yeah like I mean I'm watching this thing that's just people giving awards themselves yeah. I let mm-hmm. someone get up and be like you know what maybe you don't care about this but I feel passionately about something so fuck it yeah, like, yeah and I have I have the world stage yeah right yeah, now everyone's like listening yeah exactly. why not you, you actually made a good point I, I'd always thought uh, um, and I don't need another reason to not like Sinead O'Connor but yeah. I, I like one of my major things was when she ripped up the, uh, uh, the picture yeah. of the Pope on Saturday Night Live I yeah. was always like oh fucking time in a place you fucking idiot but uh but you know why not why yeah. not that time in that place yeah i yeah. mean sh- she had uh, the public's attention and mm-hmm. she had something that she really wanted to say yeah why the fuck not yeah, yeah. And totally sort of iconic moment in television now, yeah you know? yeah craziness. yeah um yeah you know oscars Oscars. See you again next year, I guess. I guess. So. <laughs> and all, and all, again, it was just such a letdown for such a great year of movies. Yeah. Such a great year to have such a 
poor showing of who was nominated for performance and what films end up winning. Yeah, I feel like nip, uh, <laughs> Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I tried to take a shortcut. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like he's the, he was the wrong choice. I feel like, but he's, he's got such a great pet. He was a, clearly the right choice. He was such a pedigree for hosting. Apparently, he kills when he when he, when hosts, he hosts the, the Tonys. Tonys or the Emmys. But I feel like the Tonys is Oscars allowed to be to host, a man. lot more schmaltzy. Where I think the Oscars, it, 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 the 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 most successful Oscars have always been the funniest comedians. Yeah. Um, that's always the best choice for, for, for uh, hosting the Oscars, and I yeah. don't think that Neil Patrick Harris is that. I think he's good at schmaltzy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I and, think, and the Tonys are fucking eat that shit up. I think yeah, for I, sure. I would hope next year they, uh, and they probably won't. I just, I, I want to see more Oscars that take a, a very defined, you know, choice and approach. Like, fucking make a, very specific choice about how you want them to look, yeah. how you want the set to be, mm-hmm. who you want to host, mm-hmm. and have that all be like a big, you know, this year the Oscars are about this, and not make it just be like, oh, I don't know, it'll kind of be about how much we love movies, but we'll get a little dig in about superhero movies, yeah. and then like, you know, we'll do a bunch of stuff that doesn't really seem related to each other, like he's got a ballot box, like, even just like the set and stuff, like, it, it all looked nice. The, the best thing I thought about the Oscars, um, I'm glad that I thought of this to say it, um, th- was the title screens they brought up for the movies, which were, you know, oh, impeccably yeah. graphic yeah, really design cool. <laughs> with like all this, all these little props from the movie, like all laid out yeah, in yeah. kind I'm of so a, glad almost you a Wes that. Anderson. That was really awesome. Yeah. And all this, yeah. every time they threw to like a title card, it was like a really cool minimal thing. Like even the American Sniper one and like all the, all of them just yeah. looked really cool. And for like the adaptive screenplay, they had these kind of like vintagey looking book like like versions and it was just that was the only thing i was like you guys made a choice it all worked for the different titles that you used and fucking go yeah it was great it was the best part right yeah design wise anyway yeah but uh i don't know yeah you know what? We watch them every year. Oscars. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, with that, with the you know, like the little, uh, you know, the jabs at uh, superhero movies and stuff yeah. like that. And we did throw up that little James Gunn yeah. comment on uh, on Facebook, on our Facebook page. There, I just wanted to kind of throw a little mention to uh, Brian von Soffel and Matt uh, Reichenbacher for yeah. uh, mentioning it. And I, I liked what uh, Matt had to say about you know liking both types of films. Yeah, and if you were forced just to only watch. You know, indie darling, or you know, uh, integrity Super, pieces yeah. from Hollywood. You'd fucking kill yourself. And same thing if you only watch superhero movies. Having a balance of all this art is wonderful. Yeah, and I really like what James Gunn said about like if you just because you make a superhero movie or a spectacle piece doesn't mean you care any less about the, the yeah. product yeah. or about what the, the storytelling medium is going to be. You know. Yeah. So yeah. I was glad that he made that point too yeah. because like, like all if, kinds of movies. <laughs> of anyone when to make superhero that point. movies this like lately. Are well told stories. Yeah. yeah, they are. And and of anyone to make that point, the guy that you know started you know, impressing Lloyd Coffin by like being able to puke on demand and then working <laughs> his way up through these weird movies to yeah. then writing like a Scooby Doo movie and then jumping back to like weird indie horror movies and then yeah. all of a sudden he's doing fucking huge like he's of anyone that knows like there's room for all of this. Right. I know because I've done it all. Yeah. <laughs> so and I, also, I like when that. a big fucking tentpole movie or these big franchises bring in a shit ton of money. It's not just to that movie; it's to the entire studio, mm-hmm. which then allows them to make, to make smaller, smaller movies. Yeah. Like in all, it's all a big uh, yeah. And I, you know what? System. To tie uh, that yeah. back into the Oscars, I would like to see more of that moving forward. Mm-hmm. Like put Guardians up for more. Put right. 
that kind of stuff that the good ones yeah. up for more. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, Guardians was up for movie. visuals. Absolutely. But Guardians could have been up for fucking even like script or or mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. To my mind, a movie like Cabin in the Woods could have been up yeah. for an Oscar sure. because of how I felt after. Yeah. Yeah. I was so energized by that movie. Yeah. yeah. Like I, it, it, it did so much for me as a viewer. Yeah. Fucking yeah. Fucking put that shit up. <laughs> put that up. Fucking. Um, well, fucking. What else in the itty bitties? Mm. Yeah, I, I didn't see shit this week. I watched the uh, Theory of Everything after okay. the Oscars last night. I watched. That, I just. Yeah, I'm too I busy. watched one movie that I can talk about. All right. Um, I watched uh, Francis Coppola's Peggy Sue Got Married for the first oh, time. Oh yeah, for the first time ever. Yeah. What'd you think? I really liked it. That's good. It's a great movie. Yeah. I haven't seen it since I was a kid. I liked yeah, it a lot. It's been a long time. Yeah. I saw it in the theater with my mom. It's a good. I, I listen. <laughs> what movie have you yeah. not seen in the theater <laughs> with your mom? If it was between, there's nothing between 1986 and 1994. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? I didn't really know what kind of movie it was going to be. I knew it was kind of a fantasy, time traveling sort of uh, mm. conceit. But, uh, you know, like Kathleen Turner is just fucking amazing. Yeah. What a, a like, I want to, where she's been in not much lately. She was in Dumb and Dumber 2, some other things yeah. recently. But she like, had that stretch on, wasn't she on Entourage? She, she, yeah, she was on a TV show. No, for it wasn't a while. Entourage. She was on oh, um, no, uh, uh, Californication. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like, whenever I see her in movies from that era, what, like, just after she sort of, like, rocketed to fame i'm just like you're fucking hilarious like her yeah. physical performances are so subtle and hilarious yeah. up, up until like in in serious <laughs> <laughs> like see i saw it in theater my mom too serial <laughs> <laughs> mom is so fucking funny and mm. it's oh that's all a great movie. because of her yeah and i did not like seeing i saw that movie with my parents too no, that's there's not a big a masturbation movie. scene at the beginning <laughs> and that did not make pussy me willows because that's i think not- that was around the time where i was starting to go I'm like what's hey, this all it's okay. <laughs> no, that movie is me, so Mom. funny. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and then we were watching that movie, and I was like, "Oh God, they know! Yeah. <laughs> they know what it is. <laughs> it's not just me. It's also Matthew Lillard." Yeah. <laughs> and then they were like, "Casey, stop masturbating in this theater." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "But Matthew Lillard can do it." I thought you didn't know what it was. <laughs> I didn't think you would notice. <laughs> <laughs> and then the movie proved me wrong. Yeah. No, I yeah, you know, I really I really thought it was a charming fun movie. Um it was just you know like one of those movies where all the people are in it that you didn't know were in it like Jim Carrey and stuff and just tons and tons of people. Just, yeah, right. yeah, what yeah. a what a nice really fun movie. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Yeah. That's well. pretty much the only thing I watched. Yeah. I watched uh, a movie that I'll talk real quick about. Yep. It's a movie called That Thing Called Tadhana. I can't really pronounce it very well because uh, it is a Tagalog word. Uh-huh. It's a, it's a, a Filipino movie. Okay. Um, it, it, and it's sort of like a, a Filipino sort of indie. Yeah. Uh, in that, you know, like the... the movie poster is in you know but the helvetica and uh, and and <laughs> you know it's it's got those kind yeah. Of elements. yeah it's just a really sweet love story about this uh this girl who comes back from rome because she went to sur- su- surprise her boyfriend who she found out is with some other girl so mm-hmm. she's all like sad and disillusioned um and she meets this guy in the airport and then they just go on this little vacation together and it's just kind of like a quiet talky kind of movie yeah. yeah really sweet and charming I really dug it. Like it, it, it's so interesting because I mean, my my the scope of what I watch 
is is extremely North American. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, me too. And I would really like to to change that. And and this was just you know like Myos was like, oh, I want to see this movie because it came out and uh, apparently it's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and so every once in a while, like I'll, I'll get like a little glimpse of of uh, of her culture and and so to see. I mean, you see a lot of North American influence um, yeah. in it. Like again, in that it's like it's it's really going like, look, we're an indie movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but but at, at its core, like it's just one of those little movies where not a lot happens, but there's you know great chemistry and and the performances are are super great and and really it's just a, like a really sweet movie. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. What was it called again? That thing called T A D H A N A. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Check it out. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Um, There's subtitles. Yeah. The only thing I saw, because it was a slow news week, too. Nothing really exciting. Mm-hmm. There was that picture of Aquaman. Or, sorry, there was a picture of Jason Momoa that's supposed to be Aquaman. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In what way does he... Okay, he's got a trident. Sure. Yeah, yeah, he does. Well, and listen, fine. Because if he looked like Aquaman, if they hired some, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, Tom Brady guy... To be to put an orange shirt on him, like your eyes, Aquaman. But that's what I <laughs> wanted. On. I wanted it to be as stupid as they'll it never could be. give you that because it's just so stupid. Um, so fine, I, but that's not really news. I don't know. We all knew what yeah. it was going to look like. There's no way they're going to give him short blonde hair yeah. <laughs> and an orange shirt. So uh, whatever. Um, but uh, I watched this uh, from one of the producers of Dread. Okay, made this. Uh, uh, like not for profit, just a little test run, uh, fifteen minute short of like a hard R oh the power Mighty Rangers Marvel thing power yeah Rangers thing I've seen starring it. Katie Sackhoff and James, and James Vanderbeek <laughs> yeah I watched that today I How saw that? that and I was like I want to watch this but I saved it for later yeah, yeah I me know. too well I watched it today and I was like I would fucking watch the shit out of this movie <laughs> yeah cause it's like hyper violent and shit it's so violent yeah awesome. it's great and they're all it's all you know lots of F-bombs and stuff I'm like this what, band, uh, yeah. Dawson's swearing at yeah. fucking <laughs> it's at Starbucks it's great um, it, like this Mighty would never Morphin get made. Power fucking Rangers. That <laughs> might as well be that. It's and it was like it's look. It's not the greatest thing in the world, but it's sort of funny to watch. And I don't have like a nostalgia thing attached to the yeah. Power Rangers. That wasn't really my bag. Um, although uh, I put one of the, I couldn't sleep one night after a night out drinking, and I threw on that one of the one of the Power Ranger movies. Okay. That's on. Netflix. I'm like, I just need anything. Yeah. And I'm like, give, give me all the colors. And I was watching. I'm like, this is insane. <laughs> it's sort of amazing. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe I need to rethink my life. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think if you, it's on YouTube. It's just uh, Power Slash Rangers. Yeah. That's right. how you would find it. It's about 14 and a half minutes long. It's pretty violent and funny. <laughs> it's just so bizarre that anyone would bother to do that. Well, like that one guy, who the fuck was it made that hard R, like, dark version of Mortal Kombat? Yeah. And then he got it turned into a web series because he did one of these. So you never yeah. know. Yeah, totally. what's gonna happen? Although I imagine they're thinking a much wider thing for Power Rangers because it's yeah. a large property. But it just seems so. It seems like such a strange thing to do. It seems like yeah. it, it's like making a, a hard R version of Care Bears or something. <laughs> like, I guess. But why well, would you I, take I know, a the, child's property? The stuff that it's all based on, it takes its main influence from, like you know, like a lot of Japan, Japan anime stuff yeah. is highly violent. Yeah, absolutely. You know? But yeah. Power Rangers. Uh, at, at its inception, was a thing for kids. Yeah, but yeah. those kids are all grown up now. Yeah, sure, they're all thirty. Yeah, yeah, you know. And those people want to see blood and guts, power Rangers. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Do. Yeah, all right. I feel like that's actually yeah, it was a real. Never, it was never in my wheelhouse either. No, I think no, I was yeah. always a little too old. For I that. was even when it came on. I was kind of like, nah, this is not for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Speaking of James Vanderbeek, though, uh-huh. this is a good segue. Yeah, uh, I am going to be on a podcast that with James Vanderbeek with, with oh my James, God. the James Vanderbeek cast. <laughs> he invited me. He flew me out. <laughs> no, I I'm going to be on a podcast. I think it will be dropping on Thursday called Soundtrack of Your Life, mm-hmm. and it's a great Toronto podcast hosted by uh, Corey Pierce, listener of the show. Um, it's hosted on row three, which is where Mamo is hosted. But basically the show is you pick a soundtrack to a movie and then you listen to it with him. Uh, and we talk about it as, right, as uh, it's playing on underneath our voices. Did you pick the Varsity Blues soundtrack? No. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want, I don't want your, your life. life. <laughs> no, I picked, I picked. Or this semi-sonic song. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was good. Nice. <laughs> I picked, uh, I picked this, the soundtrack to the film Angus. With um, mm-hmm. Kathy Bates and George C. Scott and a bunch of other people, a teen film from 1995, because uh, it had kind of like a poppy punk soundtrack and also alternative and indie rock and stuff. Right. It has like Weezer and the Smoking Popes <laughs> and Green Day and stuff like that, because it kind of falls into what I was listening to back then. Sure. Um, well, a few years after that, and I hadn't seen the movie since I was young, and I remember watching it, hoping it would be a wacky comedy, and then being sad that it was all like serious. Yeah. Um, and and I really liked it. I talked about it on an episode recently. Quick. But yeah, so that should be out soon, and it was a good chat. And you can nice. go uh, to Twitter and follow them at this is your OST. This is your original soundtrack OST, and mm-hmm. uh, watch for that. I think it should be out on Thursday. Yeah. So yeah, and James Vanderbeek was in that movie, which was what the ah, segue was. Yeah. Right, buried the lead. You did. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's yeah. That I know why I didn't see shit this week is because I watched Exorcist 3 for oh, yeah, we Let's Scare that, yeah. Matthew Price to Death. Right. Totally, which yeah. is coming soon. I believe the first episode of Let's Scare Matthew Price to Death will be out on the 1st of March, as far as I know. Can't wait. I had uh, a great time. That was good. Yeah. I didn't know you would be there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just hanging out, recording audio. Yeah. Lounging. Lounging. You Mr. Producer that day. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. Um, I, the way that the room that we recorded in was set up was, was there was this perfect. like <laughs> guest bed kind of thing that was like raised and then they were sitting in chairs and i was like had in order to be in the room at the same time i kind of had to like lay down you know, that, you know that you know that nudie picture of burt reynolds yeah uh, it was like a that. lot like that yeah because i was nude well yeah, <laughs> yeah well, sure. i produced in the nude yeah yeah, yeah. but he didn't, didn't cover he have his a tiger up. on his dick or something, something like that yeah greg yeah. was like i didn't know you'd be there or nude <laughs> yeah that was a lot of fun though i can't wait to uh to to hear yeah totally i'm yeah, really excited about uh, the first four or five episodes mm-hmm. and uh it really drops in quality yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and well we recorded five that day stoked about those and we're going to record some more later and yeah, yeah. excited about this show yeah absolutely good, for sure yeah and that'll be available on modern yeah and we had a great talk about actresses three yeah this totally. is a great fucking movie fuck yeah um anything else before film roulette mm. no. no full hour of tidbits oh shit uh, oh my god really <laughs> yeah no, all right let's go um <laughs> Speaking of Modern Superior, please go to modernsuperior.com slash donate. You can click on our PayPal button or go to the movieposter.com banner there as well. And you can buy yourself a movie poster and uh, you'll be helping us out. So check all of that stuff out at modernsuperior.com and click on donate. Or if you see me on the street, give me $5. Yeah. Yeah. Now, film roulette. Oh, oh. Oh. 
film. Roulette is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die, and the two high rollers get to go see something good. This week, Casey and I got to see What We Do in the Shadows, the zombie com- uh, sorry, vampire comedy, though there are some zombies in it, uh, which was, uh, well, we'll talk about it. And the loser had to go see the vampire-themed Dracula 2000. I almost said zoo because it looks like Dracula Zoo on <laughs> Dracula my thing. Zoo. Dracula Zoo. <laughs> Greg we got them all saw, in here. We bought a Dracula Zoo. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Greg will talk about Dracula 2000, and we will roll for movies next week, and that is how we play. Mm-hmm. Although, also, I forgot to mention the loser gets to give the winners an album to listen to for the rest of the week, and we'll be talking about Joe's Garage in the oh, hands yeah. of Casey. Yes. Um, and that's what we'll do, and then we'll roll. So, I had a lot of coffee. That's why that was so fast. Yeah. Um, okay. Speaking Casey, of which, I had a lot of coffee, too. That's why it sounded so slow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hurry up, Dan. <laughs> um, all right. Casey and I, we went and saw uh, What We Do in the Shadows. This uh, film was directed by Jermaine Clement and Taika Waititi. Also Ta- written by. Yes. Mm-hmm. Also written by both of whom worked on, obviously, Flight of the Concords. Right. Um, and this film is about... Viago, Deacon, and Vladislav, who are vampires, finding that modern life has them struggling with the mundane, like paying rent, keeping up with the chore wheel, trying to get into nightclubs, and overcoming flatmate conflicts. This film is a mock documentary. It purports to be a documentary from New Zealand. They play a little logo at the beginning of the movie, and the rest of the movie just flows in the classic Spinal Tap-esque mockumentary kind of vein. Um, when I heard, I didn't originally know it was it was a mockumentary, and when I heard it was, I was like, ah, really? Because I'm kind of I'm I'm kind of getting a little bored of that conceit. I'm mm-hmm. not because then, I feel like it dropped. I feel like it was really big, like right before found footage, mm-hmm. and then found footage came, and everyone was like, well, fuck mockumentaries, we'll just do this. Yeah, we shoot it like <laughs> as if we're running around in circles. Right, and I was kind of like almost refreshed when I was watching this because I was thinking, you know what, I like it when a movie is just. It's a documentary. Well, we can have little titles. I like it when it's done. Like I don't like it when it's it's like uh, it'll be easy to make our dumb little jokes uh, uh, with this as the. Well, I think that was the problem, right? When it blew up, yeah. and mockumentary became a thing, and the office was on, you know, gaining yeah. traction on TV, and everybody had to do the little, and then we'll all look into the camera and make up a joke, and I assume it'll be as good as the office. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And that's and, and that I, I kind of got really tired of that, but uh, okay. So, well, yeah, just just to start out with this. I I cannot remember a time that I loved a movie more than this. It was this. so funny. <laughs> it's just it's so yeah. good from the start. It's so and funny right from the start. You just know they're you're in good hands. Well, that's the thing. Like, I mean, I, I would have been fucking shocked if this movie hadn't have been funny. I can I could see this movie not playing for people, but because it's the classic thing. Like, if you're not on board for these jokes. It's all the like the the center of the comedy remains the same the whole movie. Yeah. So the if you if you watch this movie and you're just like not interested in a goofy kind of take on vampires, I can understand being like, yep, it's the same kind of joke throughout. Yeah. But it all worked for me, and well, it was it, all really funny. I I I you know I don't want to make absolute comments or anything, but if this movie didn't work for you and you didn't. Uh, and here comes an absolute comment. Funny, I feel. <laughs> there's something wrong with your sense of humor. You yeah. don't. You don't get a vital part of comedy. It's really funny, and it's, and it's I, brilliantly funny. I was worried about like 15 or 20 minutes into the movie because it's an hour and a half. It's not a long movie, no. but it's just under an hour and a half. Yeah, and there was a moment where you know you're introduced to these characters and i was kind of thinking like well are they going to try and make like a really big plot to this 
Or is them just kind of hanging out, being funny, going to where it's welcome? Not that I was expecting that, but I was kind of like, oh, I could see this, you know, coming to a halt if they don't find something to do. But the thing that the movie does that makes it work so well is it introduces you to these characters and then it paints the world around them and and does it kind of slowly so you're introduced to a new vampire. Well, what it, like, I, I think what this movie succeeds at where other mockumentaries don't is that other mockumentaries, like I say, like they're they're just taped together with the flimsy pretense of it being a mockumentary yeah. so that people can make jokes directly to the camera mm-hmm. or whatever and, and, and it, they land much easier. This movie is a mockumentary in the truest sense in that it feels like a documentary about some friends. Yeah. Y- yeah. You know, like it feels like a documentary about what it's like to live with other people yeah. and, and how, how you can kind of get on each other's nerves and, 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 and struggle with each other. Yeah. Like it really feels like an earnest movie and, uh, mm-hmm. uh, about some friends who live together, but also those friends are vampires. Yeah. <laughs> Their world is extremely hilarious. Yeah. And, and, and again, like I feel the, like this movie is really successful because the supporting characters are all really funny. And I feel like that's another thing with mockumentaries is if you're, introducing these kind of kooky side characters and they're all kind of like one jokey and i think you could even describe some of the characters here as one jokey but the, the joke is funny like yeah. the, like the boring kind of human guy that oh they have. my god that that you know, is that, the fucking he's only there just thing. to do kind of like a boring human thing every scene but like, but it's all hilarious but but w- what's so funny about that is they 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 meet this friend along the way and uh stewart stewart and he's just he's this mild <laughs> he doesn't speak uh, very loud yeah no he's just like hey guys he's a computer programmer yeah. and, <laughs> must and, be virgin yeah but they all fucking love him yeah they're like <laughs> we don't normally have human friends because we eat humans uh and yeah we would love to eat Stuart because he's so red <laughs> yeah, talking, he's, he's always got a red, red face. face he's always kind of embarrassed he's yeah. so red but uh <laughs> but but they just love they think he's the coolest guy yeah so they're and he is just the sweet unassuming guy that yeah. you're just like yeah Stuart's great <laughs> and so they they're they're like we all really want to eat him but he's such a good guy yeah <laughs> um Totally. Uh, and, oh my god! And like the the uh, the familiar that the one guy Deacon yeah. I think has yeah. um, that stuff is really funny, and I like the way that that stuff had like a twist around at the end. Yeah. Um, just they 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 do but kind it, of. But it wasn't like a big twist. Like it wasn't like no. a big huge like dun duh. The movie no. does this because the movie never really does that. Be- like everything it, it is was just something still played it set up weirdly and... true to life in this crazy heightened sense of reality. Yeah. Uh, a mention has to be made for for Reese Darby, yeah, uh, because in this world there's also werewolves, not werewolves. Oh, I saw that in the trailer, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the werewolves are, are really, all really nice, yeah. <laughs> they're but these, they're except they, well, well, they 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 do like. Some they, they they lob some derogatory terms at the vampires, and then they're all like, "We're not swear wolves. Yeah, we yeah. can't be like this because it's a, like it's the wolf trying to come out." That, that's the thing, <laughs> and they're they're super conscientious. They chain themselves to, to trees. trees when they're gonna change yeah. because they don't want to. Well, a they don't want to hurt any humans, yeah. but they're werewolves, so they're going to. And also, it's very important that, that they wear Baggy. track pants <laughs> so they don't rip when they, when they change, change, so that they don't rip. Oh, you're, now you're just. Gonna gonna ruin a good pair of jeans <laughs> yeah it's 
Oh my god! I'll watch this movie again probably within a week. I yeah, can't wait to see because this. I was uh, there's already jokes that I forget, and I don't totally. want to forget anything in this movie. Yeah. yeah, I was watching it, and Emma was doing some painting, kind of in the same room, but not watching. Mm-hmm. But she was like getting it as you know, because it's you can hear the movie and yeah. stuff. And yeah. she was like, that movie was super funny, and I like sound like she wanted to watch it again. Like, yeah, it, it, even just kind of being there while it was on, she was like, it's kind of like Smile Tap, and it it really was nice to see a mockumentary this solid this kind of just like the humor hits the characters are funny yeah the performances are great yeah the direction is good they um there was one or two little cgi things that um are obviously just there to be kind of a gag so you're like that's cool but there was actually some really really great direction in some of the scenes where they were obviously doing lots of short takes and hiding it with quick pans to walls and stuff because they're running through the house but it was all done so so cleverly and so well yeah 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 there's a lot of sort of practical effects that uh, that that um are pulled off really well there's there's a couple that are like okay like like i get that you got one of those uh rooms on an axle that you can spin around so <laughs> that was y- i was kind of i was really impressed with that uh i i i feel like it was just in there because they had one of those i i but, I but was imp- it was fine but i was impressed because it it wasn't like in nightmare on elm street or whatever where the cameras locked down yeah it, it still maintained the documentary kind of feel and i was kind of like how'd they get the camera so like move like move so much in this thing that's obviously a huge rotating house yeah right yeah um but yeah there there was one little cgi thing that 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 i won't ruin which was funny but it was kind of like are you kidding me that was one of the funniest things i've ever i didn't seen. think it was the funny i was like that's funny and Visually? i get and i get that you had to execute on the joke that you set up yeah you had to do that but i was kind of just like it was so quick i laughed at it but i didn't I, that didn't make like, oh my that God. wouldn't even that be my image, top 10 things in the movie that image is burned into my brain <laughs> to the point where i want a picture it's of that funny. on my wall it's funny but it's funny <laughs> it's so weird and then kind of adorable i, I don't know just, we're being yeah. really we're being really i was just like when they when they set it up i'm like all right i'm gonna keep my eyes out because that's gonna happen obviously uh, uh yeah yeah <laughs> but I, I was like well how is that gonna happen but it it's in such an innocuous way that i was so charmed <laughs> it's by it. it's charming it is yeah it is it and like i said it wouldn't be my top laughs of the movie but it was it was funny yeah yeah oh, and the boy, whole movie I, is funny. I, I really i really loved it definitely yeah. check it out good lord yeah do, do yourself a favor and and, and just put 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 blah, blah, blah. <laughs> i talk uh put money into this movie because uh, i'd really like for jermaine clement to, to make more movies yeah mm-hmm. it was super super funny mm-hmm. definitely yeah, watch it. it especially if you even if you think like oh mockumentary and vampires whatever like that's such a tired you know thing to make fun of vampires yeah. And and the fact that they're doing like the vampire stuff and all of the other kind of monster stuff, not not once was I like, oh, I wish it wasn't like there weren't zombies. I'm so over zombies. I'm so over vampire. That didn't play into my to my opinion of the film at all. No, it's just no, so me funny. either. Me either. And it should have because I am very tired of of all of these zombie yeah and like all of this kind of thing. No, it, but it, it's just done in in such a way that it really lands. Yeah, yeah, totally. Full on. Uh-huh. Check it out for sure. I will. Um. I'm interested to hear about how Dracula 2000, a.k.a. Dracula yeah. bought a zoo. Yeah, where'd he, where'd he get that zoo from? Where'd he get that zoo? <laughs> Are all of the animals Draculas, too? Uh, so this film, directed by Patrick Lussier, is about a group of thieves who break into a chamber expecting to find paintings, but instead they release the Count himself, who travels to New Orleans to find his nemesis' daughter, Mary Van Helsing. Uh, the most seductive evil of all time has now been unleashed in ours. Mm-hmm. 
this movie is hip and happening in the tra- <laughs> in the tradition of Wes Craven's Scream trilogy, according to the Toronto Sun. Oh, came out in two thousand. The Sun, hence yeah. the title. They're very good. I, oh yeah, no question. They were. I I'm disappointed. I see that there's a sequel here called Dracula Two Ascension, but I feel like they could have just put like Dracula Two. Thousand, thousand. <laughs> <laughs> just make the two a little they bigger on the, the next two one. Much bigger, yeah. <laughs> but still make a Dracula two thousand. Yeah, this there came, was a sequel. Yeah, was, I don't think it was any of the same people. Mm, probably not. Probably came out not. in video a couple years later. Yeah. Um, th- I will say this movie, <laughs> Dracula, starring three, <laughs> <laughs> starring Gerard Butler, uh, mm-hmm. Omar Epps, yeah. uh, among others, Jennifer yeah. Esposito. This movie came out at the height of Wes Craven bandying about his name, putting it on any direct-to-video horror movie, yeah. as if. I would rent, you know, just whatever. <clears throat> he put it. Up, there were some movies that were garbage that just had his name on it because yeah. he threw a couple bucks at it. Yeah. Um, but this one went to theaters, so I'm excited. Sure did what? What? Had you ever seen this before? No. Okay. What? It, what? Take us through <laughs> Dracula <laughs> Zoo Thousand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is definitely the product of all the success of Scream. Yeah. And there's just a. a just, <laughs> An unending, an unending litany of movies like this for years. Is it full of teenagers going, Dracula, ugh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Yeah. Might as well be. And it just like, this is such a sad period in culture. Like, music was so bad. Yeah. Movies were so bad. <laughs> just a lot of crunchy guitar. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. like, this but is like metal. techno beats and shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And how shit ass this cast is too. Yeah. Like, oh, listen, I don't know if there's spo- uh, this movie sucks. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm shocked. Uh, you weren't sure. Give, give me some time to process how I was going to feel about this, but this movie is a piece of shit. Christopher yeah. Plummer. Yeah, you've got Christopher Plummer there. Vitamin C. Yeah, right. Vitamin Omar C Epps. is in this movie. Remember her? What? Yeah. Yeah, the singer. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, an actual talking bottle of vitamin C, Casey. <laughs> That would make more sense. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> you don't remember? She had like one hit. I, maybe she had more than one hit, but no, she no, had no. yeah, the one hit. It oh. was and it was around this time. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, she's in it, and then you're like big up and comers or Johnny Lee Miller and Jennifer Espo- uh, Esposito and Omar Epps and fucking Danny Masterson is in yeah. this. So the fucking as Nightshade. Uh, Nathan Fillion pops up though. That was a treat. Oh, Father David. Yeah. Um, and does nothing. He's in it, but just like he's not doing anything. And uh, I don't know, <laughs> other crappy people. I gotta say trivia. Yeah. In the scene where Lucy, aka Vitamin C, is talking to Mary in the record store, she's uh-huh. standing right in front of a shelf that has her own CD on it. Oh, good. Hooray. Oh, I love it when they wink at yeah. me. Uh, <laughs> now, I was afraid there was integrity in this film. Uh, now, now you you say that that like or people keep. Uh, Comparing it to Scream. Yeah. And I don't think Scream was a success because of Wes Craven. I think it was a success because of Kevin Williams. Definitely. Yes. Are they trying to do that with this? It, no, it's not as snappy and it's not self-aware, yeah. but it just has the look and the sort of like it's taken the horror out of a horror movie and like treating it more like an action. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Movie. Yeah, right. So there's nothing that's actually frightening or even like set up to be like, oh, it's all just like stuff happens and then like fucking either techno or like guitars happening. It's like it's really fucking stupid. And listen, Gerard Butler is horrifyingly bad. Yeah. I don't know what's up like Gerard Butler. Gerard Butler, yeah. I I love hating him. He sucks so much shit in this movie. Not literally. I know he's a vampire, but he doesn't suck any shit out of him. That's the millennium twist. (laughs) That'd be the worst vampire. That's the millennium twist. He just sucks the shit shit out of your butt. Thanks, Dracula. Oh. And Dracula's just like in like a an upscale washroom. <laughs> and you, you have you have to tip him afterwards. Hey, listen, this is gonna sound weird, but uh... <laughs> tip, please. Give me a tip. I was at Taco Belt today. I don't know if you want to do this. Um, Gross. So what? Okay, there's a lot of. <laughs> okay, so the thieves, and I believe they're looking for gold and stuff, not really paintings. I don't remember anything mentioned in paintings, but okay. also it was super hard to pay attention. Um, so the thieves the show up at Christopher Plummer's house because he's mm, he's a descendant of Van Helsing or something like that. Uh, or is he? Huh? And so they break <laughs> oh, into his house he might not to, steal, to steal some stuff. And all they find, they, there's like skeletons and things and they're in the basement and then they go, find this big coffin and nothing else. And they're like, what the fuck is this? We thought we were getting gold, money and shit like that. And then Omar Epps is like the leader of the thieves. He's like, wait a second. Think about it, man. All these skulls and stuff are just here to scare us. You know, <laughs> same thing with this coffin. Like if you had all this gold and shit, wouldn't you, you know, and you could put it in a safe or something like that. Or, and then one of them goes, or you could put it in a coffin. I don't uh, think that's a saying, and no, no one does that. Yeah. <laughs> it was so like... Follow logic. Oh, it's so obvious. It's in the coffin. <laughs> <laughs> and um, now, obviously, the coffin has uh, Dracula in it, and uh, Christopher Plummer's keeping him in the basement, and, like, wants it there so he can't get out, but the way that you would get him out is by covering the coffin with blood or something like that. So he has all these, there's all these booby traps set up that are just designed to splatter people's blood all over this. <laughs> On a coffin. <laughs> oh, yuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh. God, my only weakness. And, uh, yeah, I don't know, a bunch of stupid shit happens, and obviously Dracula gets out, and what he wants is... it. Uh, Christopher Plummer is Van Helsing, okay. and he's been, he's been opening the coffin and putting leeches on Dracula's body and then taking the leeches out and using a syringe to pull the blood out of them and then injecting himself with Dracula's blood so he can stay alive long okay. enough to figure out why he can't be killed. 
and right. to figure out how to kill him. So obviously, to figure out why he himself can't be killed. No, Dracula. Okay, Dracula is not dead. Okay, he's yeah, just yeah. under wraps in there. Um, that sounds like something that. Only somebody writing a movie in 1999 could ever think of. Yeah. What yeah. if he was using leeches to suck the blood yeah, out of Dracula? Yeah, to be a Dracula yeah. himself. Why, is he, why doesn't he just cut out the middleman? Why doesn't he just take a syringe and and just pull it out of yeah. out of uh, why the Dracula? leeches? I don't I don't know. But well, the leeches are <laughs> there's this really weird sequence where uh, Danny Masterson from uh, that 70s show, Dude. he's one of the thieves and he gets the casket open. He's like, oh shit! And there's a guy in there covered in leeches, and so he tries to. This is the weirdest, like, you know, something's going on all of a sudden moment. He's using a crowbar to try and pop one of the leeches off of this guy. Yeah. I mean, you're expecting some kind of jump scare, like a hand to come up and grab him. But instead what happens is he pops the leech off and it hits him in the eye. And he's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> and then there's like a nearly 60-second scene of him being like, ah! <laughs> trying to pull this leech off of his eye. Oh, no! And then he gets it off and squashes it. I'm like, what am I watching? What the- <laughs> I just flicked the leech into his own eye. And, like, there was no... It le- it leads to n- nothing. That's it, not what. Then eventually, they, you know, you get what you want. Where it was Dracula it funny? grabs. Was it supposed to be funny? No, it was like. <laughs> 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 incredibly stupid. And then, so Christopher Plummer, yeah, he's been keeping himself alive for hundreds of years to figure out how to destroy Dracula. And at one point, he tells this to Johnny Lee Miller. And he's like, I've done this, injecting myself with the leeches. And he's like, and after all this time, I wanted to learn his secret of why he couldn't be killed. And the only thing I've learned is he doesn't like dogs. (laughs) (laughs) And he hates hates all things Christian. It's like. That's all you've learned? What have you been doing with your I time? Think, I think he made up the dog thing, because we all know about the Christian stuff with yeah, vampires. Yeah, yeah. He was like, yeah. I, He's like uh, oh, I have to have my own thing yeah. about uh, Dracula. Mm. Gee, doesn't like dogs. dogs. <laughs> or Thai food. Right. And you would think that would fall into the plot in some point, something to do with dogs. Yeah. No, sir, it never comes up again. Awesome. But it's like, in hundreds of years, you've learned two things. Dogs. Yep. Dogs and Christian dogs stuff. Dogs and Christians. And like, right, listen, I was very distracted in the 80s. I was religiously watching Dallas. I didn't have the time. <laughs> Cocaine happened. Yeah. Do you understand? <laughs> just, I mean, hundreds and hundreds of years, and just, he doesn't like dogs. <laughs> oh, all this I, I Christian shit his, I keep around the house. I want to see his notebook that yeah. just, like, <laughs> it's definitely Dusty and Dusty Notebook because it's a hundred years old. Just yeah. dogs. Fuck dogs. Dash A. Dogs. <laughs> a picture of a dog. Christians. Yeah. Uh. C. Trail off. <laughs> <laughs> Who did shoot jail? Yeah. <laughs> mm. Um. Oh Christ! I don't know. Okay, so I was watching this. I'm like, well, this is fairly easy to watch, but it does start to just beat you down after a while. Yeah. It started to feel really long, and the. You know, this is that awkward, again, this is a really awkward time for movies and music, and so it's like the whole soundtrack is, you know, like Power Man 5000 and of stuff course. like that. And So you know there's going to be some kind of scene where Dracula goes into a club to listen to some Rob Zombie or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, oh, yes, this is wonderful how things have turned out. And he does. He watches, like, uh, oh, a whole third of a, a, a Monster Magnet music video. Oh, and he's God. just like, smiling at the screen. And then, That's he, so stupid. He, you know, they, he, he turns away and he goes, brilliant. <laughs> like, I, I love Monster Magnet. Oh, God. It's like the... the like early the, stuff Yeah, like the Incubus stealth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it literally is like that. Yeah, yeah. And oh, I was like, Jesus. listen, no, I, you watched the wrong video because at no point was Monster Magnet the social climate in the world. No. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think anybody 
ever liked Monster <laughs> Magnet. I feel like they were one of those bands that their first album was like kind of all right, stoner rock, and then yeah. they were like, oh no, now we suck. Yeah, 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 yeah. for yeah, sure. It was supposed to be like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, anyway, they weren't certainly weren't doing their finest work in 2000. No, I don't and, think so. <laughs> but whatever it was, it pleased Dracula. Yeah. Mm. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yes. Monster, Monster Magnet is brilliant. I've been alive for thousands <laughs> yeah. of years. Fuck I hope it says that on shit. one of their CDs, you know, in quotation. Brilliant Dracula. <laughs> Dracula. <laughs> Brilliant says shitty Dracula. <laughs> shitty Dracula. Oh man. Uh let's see. I don't know. What else do I have to say? Well, vitamin C is not very good at acting. Um uh okay, so here's the turn like the jumping off point where I got like I fucking hate this. Is they they want to have a twist on it, right? Because this is a world where Bram Stoker's Dracula book exists. Yeah. And people know who the Van Helsing people are and stuff like that. And uh, so, but then when she's trying to get to the daughter of Christopher Plummer, because he's been using the blood, she has like some Dracula lineage in her now and he wants to go... I don't know if he wants to bang her or eat her or what he wants. Or uh, it seems isn't weird. it always all it, sort of a combination? Yeah, of both yeah, yeah. Something? But it all seemed kind of weird. Like kind of. I don't. Know. Anyway, um, she figures out because she's been having visions of him her whole life that who Dracula really is is Judas Iscariot. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah. He's. I guess know, that's, that's why, why he doesn't, doesn't like so much Christian, Christian stuff, stuff and silver <laughs> or dogs, right? Which yeah you know, fits into the. He's like, oh, she's like, oh, that's why he hits all the Christian stuff and all the silver things. <laughs> silver, right? Yeah. Okay, so Dracula is Judas. Uh, I'm not sure if I think that's kind of all right. because <laughs> he was high, you know, hung. And he's trying to die, but they won't let him die because of his punishment or whatever. But now he's still pissed off. Yeah. And then they, uh, but then he, he's like, I cannot die. He will not have me. But then. They hang him. Like they shoot him. They stick him with stuff. Nothing works. Stick him with stuff. They, she wraps up. Uh, there's a big like uh, neon uh, cross and Jesus sign wherever the fuck they. I don't remember. Rather than New Orleans or something. Yeah. Anyway. And they wrap a. She wraps a cord around his neck from that and then drops him off the side of a building, which I'm pretty sure he can fly. Anyway, I don't really know. Anyway, Usually. but that hangs him and he releases her out of some kind of. He's bitter. And then he's able to be hung to death there and burst into flames because the sun comes out, I guess. And yeah. That. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Does it and look cool? No. Oh. Wait, <laughs> hold on. Sorry, because the sun comes out and, and so he can die by the sun. Right. Now, so no, he can die. He can die, although they've been saying he cannot die. And he but himself is re- like, I cannot die because he will not have me. But no. only, Yes, you can. Yeah, totally. And you do. You yeah. did. Only because he released or whatever. After oh, is that why? Some, something there's something there? I, I don't fucking know. It was fucking know. retarded. Yeah, fuck this movie. Oh, it was horrible. It was just horrible. Dracula <laughs> <laughs> oh. 2000 flushes. Yeah. Um, what uh, a, and it was just what, what a, it was like a, a time of no hope. Yeah. Like this is these are your horror movies that are coming out. These are all your up and comer cast yeah. members. You know, like I don't want to see any of these people doing. <laughs> yeah, this this sounds like a real B team. Yeah, man. Now I want to say Dracula Two sounds amazing according to this Wikipedia. Uh-huh. It can, it's the same director who did all three because there's three. Oh, uh, <laughs> because he wasn't busy and because he <laughs> really wanted to get into this world. But my favorite part of the Dracula Two Ascension uh, Wikipedia is that uh, it claims. The film marks one of the very few cinematic portrayals of a certain aspect of vampire lore, such as a vampire's compulsive need to count mustard, seed, mustard seeds and untie knots. <laughs> Sounds exciting. 
I feel like they're confusing vampire with autistic. I I was been waiting for the Dracula movie where he's like, I'm counting these mustard seeds. I, every time he walks by a knot, the movie has to. Wait, stop. do you have mustard seeds? How many? He has to stop the whole movie. There's a knot here. Good lord! I gotta untie this knot. Thank you, Patrick Lussier. What Loafers, else, is, please? He's Canadian too. Thanks. Uh, Great. Uh, oh, he directed Drive Angry and My Bloody Valentine 3D. Fuck that guy. <laughs> What's the point? Um, yeah. Oh, great. And he wrote Terminator Genesis. <laughs> oh. The upcoming oh, no. one. Oh, <laughs> well, well, there you go. Mustard seeds and untying knots of plenty in Genesis. Terminator Genesis. Oh, really? The new one, yeah. So, well, yeah. Fun. Great. Good to get in. Um, yeah. All right, well. Casey, you gave us an album to talk to uh, talk about last week. I remember. Uh-huh. Uh, why don't you talk about uh, why you did that? Uh, well, it's, be, it's what we do on the show. Oh, I really? figured I'd uh, <laughs> keep, keep the ball rolling, I guess. <laughs> keep doing that. And let everybody down. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I chose uh, for my punishment album, which is not a punishment at all. No. Uh, I just thought it'd be a really good conversation. I chose sure. uh, Frank Zappa's uh, Joe's Garage. From 1979. Uh, yes. Act mm-hmm. one. Yes. I didn't listen to act two or three. Oh, you didn't? Really? I listened to all of it. No. Nope. Yeah, where did you stop? I stopped at the end of Act 1, which was the original release, One tracks 1 through 8, 40 minutes. Uh, what? Oh. I oh, thought we boy. were listening to the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, I, I did. didn't know that. Well, I, uh, I don't know. Oh, man, did you ever miss some I only listened to so track. where did you stop? What's the last song Lucille for you? Lucille has my mind messed up. Yeah, he didn't. Oh, really? So you didn't get Token of My Extreme nope. or Stick It Out? Oh, no. Man, the some, really weird uh, Have stuff? you ever heard all the rest I've of it? I've heard some of the songs off the other ones. I think it's fucking crazy yeah <laughs> like super fucking crazy no, i i went for the i just thought like joe's garage i went the original the yeah. original release okay l- that's fine because the rest of the two and three came out like at the well, end of the year casey now will tell you about it yeah okay. yeah then you then you i've you heard d- stuff off yeah of yeah, it, yeah. But, but it is a whole story and yeah like the whole okay anyway this is uh so I, I guess do we start with the story? I guess so. Basically, it starts out with this uh, band of young uh, musicians playing in Joe's garage. Yeah, and they uh, uh, and the neighborhood starts to to really dig their sound. Yeah, so they uh, they go out on tour and and become a band. Yeah, <laughs> and then. Uh all the terrible things uh, <laughs> come uh, with that. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's basically, and I, I didn't actually even get this until like quite recently, that uh, uh, Joe has a girlfriend, mm-hmm. uh, Mary, right? Mary and Joseph. Uh, so like, uh, there's a lot of there's a lot yeah. of religious. Uh, uh, I was going to say undertones, but <laughs> overtones, <laughs> majorly overtones. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So okay. So so basically, I'll go through the whole story. So yeah. So the the band gets big and everything, and and uh, Joe's girlfriend Mary uh, becomes a, uh, a groupie, and so Joe kind of spirals uh, out of control, yeah. and then he falls in love with uh, uh, Lucille. Yeah. Uh, Lucy, Lucifer, uh, and she gives. Oh, him, I didn't think about any of this ever. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, in 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 talking with my uh, uh, my coworker who who was sort of the inspiration for for uh, yeah, uh, he and I were talking about it. And I was like, and he he was like, yeah, Lucy, Lucifer. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah cool. Okay, yeah, um, so uh, uh, yeah, so she gives him uh, the clap, right? <laughs> I think, uh-huh. which results in his balls feeling like a pair of maracas. Now I've never had the clap, uh-huh. but I can't imagine that's what happened. Right? 
Um, and so he, uh, so he gets all kind of messed up yeah. because she's like a total slut. Basically, women in in this entire thing are horrible sluts. Yeah. So you have to go. <laughs> So you have to. So then he 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 goes to the Church of Applientology, which I don't know if you've heard any of that part. Nah, no, no, no. maybe that a sort of long starts, time ago. That starts at Token of My Extreme, which yeah, is Act yeah. Two. So definitely having some fun with L. Ron Hubbard. Yeah, yes, uh, yeah. And they call him L. Ron Hoover, right? Uh, <laughs> because basically his whole conceit is that he uh, uh, he is an Applientologist, right? Which means that uh, he believes that sexual gratification can only be achieved by the use of machines, <laughs> which is a direct line <laughs> in one of the. Um, in a fucking great song. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, so Joe becomes uh, uh, in a re- well, I don't want to say relationship. relationship. He meets a uh, uh, robot yeah. named Cy. Yeah, Borg. Cyborg. Uh-huh. Uh Who is sort of a little chrome piggy bank with marital aids stuck all over it. <laughs> Frank Zappa, uh, and uh, and so he gets into a, f- a three way with Cyborg and um, I can't remember what the other one is, but anyway, uh, I think it's a vacuum cleaner. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, <laughs> he fucks he, one of them to death. Yeah. Well, he he pees on one of right, them sorry, in a yeah, golden yeah. shower right. type of thing, and it and it short circuits, and he right. gets arrested. <laughs> Because yes, it's a nuclear-powered sex bot. Right. And so, yeah, he goes to jail where they've put all the other uh, musicians and yeah. r- record people. Right. Uh, and then while he's there, he's uh, defiled. Yes. <laughs> over and over. Keep it greasy. Um, uh, yeah. And then I, he, that song turns my stomach. Oh, it's fucking horrible. Um, and then he gets out and finds out that music has been banned or outlawed. Yeah. yeah. No more musicians. I know some of that stuff. Yeah. 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 Uh, God, it sounds really weird to tell the story of. <laughs> yeah. 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 And yeah. and fucking it goes from there. It, yeah. That's basically um, where we went. That's up. near the. That's on the final that's, act. That is. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. But what what I kind of wanted to uh, because like like again like women are very much vilified on this yeah, yeah. Uh, on the, but you know it's it's all but under the men the, are all horrifically awful and you know quite foolish as well right except for Joe Joe is very virtuous Joe uh, like he basically I mean his his major sin is that he just does whatever anybody tells him to do fair enough um, but uh, yeah so he just sort of gets fucked over the whole time yeah yeah. Well, he didn't need to pee on that robot. Yeah, <laughs> to be fair. Although, uh, you know, it, it, anything goes when you're fucking a robot. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> the way life. Hey, I'll buy you a pizza. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, um, yeah. I... Um, I again, I I've, I like me some Zappa. Yeah. Um, my go-to album is probably Overnight Sensation. Uh huh. Um, I would uh, agree with that. Whole I part love that it. album. So do I. Um, that was the album that I got. That I was like, okay, mm-hmm. Frank Zappa. Uh, <laughs> this was yeah. actually my gateway album. Yeah. Oh, I can see that too because the, yeah. Oh, me too. Because yeah. this yeah, actually, album, I think it was you that introduced me to uh, this yeah. album. This uh-huh. album's really. Um, the first act. <laughs> yeah. Uh, listen, when I listen to this album, that's all I read. Uh, I yeah. really only go up to go go up to about Cyborg. But uh, yeah, it yeah, starts yeah. to get a little laborious. A little Dong work, work for Yuda. I don't need to listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then some super long songs at the end. But oh anyway, yeah, eleven yeah. minutes, nine minutes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But but the first, I mean, 
I can understand why this would probably be a gateway because it's like the first act is like it, it, it does the jammy Frank Zappa thing, but it's doing it. I mean, the longest track on there is like un, like seven minutes. Yeah. yeah so yeah. when he's stretching out, it's not so stretched out, but right. all of the stuff is super catchy. I yeah. got into Frank Zappa even before Overnight Sensation. I got these like compilations, like Ryko Disc compilations, Cheap Thrills, Volume yeah. One and Volume Two. Yeah, yeah. And they had a bunch of stuff off the first act on both of those discs. So, but usually like live versions. Yeah. So I'd heard like obviously Joe's Garage Catholic Girls a bunch of stuff off the first right yeah. before I took a couple of stabs at getting into him but I think you, everyone has to do that I don't know yeah. if any, I really like anybody just picking up a random Zap album and be like oh perfect that's what Yay, I've been looking for I'm in. Yeah. it's crazy yeah. and I tried a few times without really I was like a lot you know like I heard Sheik Your Booty in high school my buddy Diggs tried to get me into that, and I was like, well, listen, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't feel think like I'm into this. People yeah. have, have, there must be like. I like that album now. But oh, yeah. Yeah. There just, there must be so many people that like picked up one not knowing anything and got like one of his like, just like composer albums yeah, or like yeah, weird, yeah, sure. weird Until, jazz uh, albums. Yeah. Just been like, what is this? Well, you know, I got interested again, and in how I wound up listening to this was uh, I used to listen to uh, late night comedy shows on Sunday nights on the radio. I would listen to the Comedy Lodge. And they pl- and I had no idea what it was forever. I had it on this tape because I would just tape it all and then okay. listen to it throughout yeah. the week. Um, and they played "Call Any Vegetable," uh, which is a zap. And I didn't know what the fuck. I didn't. Yeah. They didn't announce it. It was just in the middle of it. And this is crazy song. They're just like, I don't know if this is funny. I mean, I guess it's funny, but <laughs> yeah. it's just awesome. Like, yeah, this fucking beat is so cool and weird. And what the fuck is this? And then a few years later, I found out it was Zappa. And then uh, I was uh, in the states hanging out with my dad. And he found out I was sort of curious about that, but it hadn't heard an album. And we were driving from Madison, Wisconsin to Chicago, and he just played me the entire Joe's Garage. Nice. <laughs> we just I can't imagine I listening know. to this with either of my parents. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dad, what's dong work? <laughs> dong work, yeah. <laughs> Dad, what's a crew slut? <laughs> Why was she stuck to the seat? <laughs> Um, of course I'll introduce you to Warren. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But I was just kind of blown away by it. I'm like, what in the fuck is this? I don't even know if I like it, but I know I want to hear it again. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I guess I was either, I can't remember if that was the end of high school or the beginning of college, somewhere around there, because was, I was just sort of digesting right, it when right. I started listening to it with you in, uh, in college. Yeah. So I guess we both sort of found our way around this album at the same time and, yeah. into Zappa. Uh my, my like my uh, atta- like my, my thing with Zappa has always been like, yeah, I get it. You got your time signatures and everything. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Uh and he, oh, he likes the xylophone. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but but I was always like, uh, I'm just not interested in this like kind of, you know, like super technical. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool to listen to and everything, but I don't want to listen to it. Yeah. Uh, and then I heard this album, and and melodically, this album is amazing. Oh yeah. Uh, the the some of the melodies and and Ike Willis's voice is yeah, oh, yeah. definitely fucking phenomenal. Dude. Uh, and he and it's just these really pretty and fun vocal deliveries of mm-hmm. really weird lyrics. Really yeah. Weird. Yeah. Um. Like, like, but again, there there are those those moments, like songs like "Crew Slut" or like yeah. uh, "Wet T-Shirt Contest," which is fucking so great. Yeah. But also, I mean, uh, again, w- women are very much margil- yeah, marginalized yeah. Listen, on this album. I, as I, I, I get the intention of a lot of this stuff, but I see, mean, I don't. 
I, my, yeah, I, I feel I feel torn between like because even on Overnight Sensation, there's a lot of stuff like that, like yeah. the hypersexualized, like in your face stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I and I feel like I'm torn between like, well, he's painting a picture of a world that like it, maybe he's trying to satirize, but I also get the feeling that he just thinks like that stuff is like he's going to be offensive and like, that's going to be funny. Yeah. yeah. You, I, I you think do it's get that just, sense. He just likes saying he's like trying to shock and, people. Yeah. Too, you know, and well, that's that, that. I think that's my main problem with it is that he's not really saying anything. There's, it's not satire because he's not, it's not saying I don't think anything. it is either. He's just telling a dumb sort of, uh, uh, sophomoric, uh, pseudo science fiction story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I don't, I feel like Cruz slut is, I, I mean, I don't know if it's satire, but it's a, at the very least a hilarious, trying to be a hilarious song, but also kind of like a cautionary tale. Like, look at how fucking fucked up this shit is. Yeah, you know? like, yeah. Like, go, listen, like, this is the end of the 70s. And this yeah. Is the height of, yeah, this is what was going on. The height of access. Yeah, absolutely. This is the, yeah. like, like maybe it is a cautionary thing. Like, look, uh, uh, musicians are dirtbags. Yeah, totally. But I mean, that was him. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, yeah, he, I he, like like it's not <laughs> it's like hard he was to going, look at. <laughs> yeah, like it's not like he was even saying like, oh, you know, they do all these drugs and stuff like that. He was like staunch, not staunch, a drug like, anti drug yeah. guy. And mm-hmm. if you were in the band and you did drugs, you'd get kicked. You'd out. get fucking fired. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, it's it, like uh, all of the sexual depravity and everything that was him. Yeah. So I mean, what was he like? Uh, I don't take it as cautionary tale because I mean, it's like he's going like, "Hey, I'm a real piece of shit, you guys." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess I mean that's how I, I I you know without knowing anything really about him, other than like what you know, a blurb you'd read in Rolling Stone. Again, when I was yeah. getting into Zappa, there's no Wikipedia to go to or yeah, you yeah. Just hear what other some other old dude in a r- record store might tell right, you. right. And so I, I would say I that's how I always listened to it. It always sounded like this like. Hey, you know, we started this band and then things got real fucked up and right. this is how fucked up we were and this is how fucked up it can be if you're stupid. Right. And that's how it always sounded to me. Right. Like But this. there's no but there's no uh, uh contrast. There's there's no woman who isn't stupid. No, no. Like of who doesn't not. make that dumb I didn't mistake. which I didn't, you know, cuz I'm a dumb man and I didn't notice that when well, I was 20. <laughs> well, to, but to be fair, even when we were 20, not to date us horribly, but it was still. It was kind of a different world, yeah, th- than it is now. Like, I mean, like the. Uh, any, anyway, yeah, I don't no, want to get sure. too fucking far into that. But. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's it was weird because I haven't listened to this album in a while. Uh, yeah, because again, I like I I always enjoyed it, and it kind of opened up. I sort of learned how to listen to Zappa through this album. Yeah. I like I could li- I've listened to Joe's Garage recently the song because I think it's awesome. That's a fucking great it's song. so great. Uh, but the other ones like I haven't listened to Catholic Girls in a really really long time because I haven't been a stoned twenty one year old in a really really <laughs> long time. <laughs> I just like it's funny it's weird. Can you believe this is a song? It's kind of he goes girls. Yeah, it's like, who sings like this? Girls. Yeah, <laughs> <clears throat> uh, kind of young, kind of wild, wild, you know. Yeah, but I when it's I go to listen to. to <laughs> When I, I like the, Zappa, vo- the voice stuff, I, it's, I it, it is fun. Yeah, it is, and it's fun to quote and say things the like him. Central score, right? How cool is that? And when I was twenty, like, I don't cool. even know what the fuck he's talking about. That's yeah. I just know that's fucking cool, man. I want to go to Canoga Park. Yeah, <laughs> I want to listen. I'm going to listen to Zappa. I'm going to listen to Apostrophe and Overnight Sensation. Yeah. I know those are the pop records, but I'm also going to listen to Absolutely Free. Don't worry. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, um, that's the stuff that I was able to learn. I, I was I learned how to listen to because of this album. Yeah, so I don't go back to this. But then going back to this and going like. 
geez, dude, <laughs> yeah. this is pretty intense. And I'm like, I, I think you're trying to do this. I hope you're trying to be cautionary, but I, yeah, there's some questionable shit. Like, but I, then it gets so fucked up and gross when Joe is being raped all the time. Yeah, <laughs> it's just, like I feel like he's using his. Keep it pers- greasy is an eight and a half minute song, and man. it's oh, it's gross. It's, it's keep it greasy, so it goes down. It, yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the less said, the better. Uh, um, it, it's <clears throat> like I feel like he's using his persona as a provocateur uh, to yeah. uh, um. Uh, to legitimize what he's saying yeah. and and to to give it a, a haze of satire or of of um social commentary but I don't think the social commentary is actually there yeah. like I feel like it's just like oh, I want to say some funny shit about uh about a woman getting fucked in a tool shed by her dad so yeah. I'm just going to pretend I'm saying something like I'm just doing it to show this you. in this voice yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah like uh, but I'm like uh I mean yeah, man, you're a musical genius and everything, but yeah. I think you might just be an asshole. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, he was definitely known to be a bit of a fucking asshole. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, But, I mean, I, that was part of what it is. That was part of what listening to Zap always was. That there's a bit of this fucking prick in there. You yeah. know, and, 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 and maybe that's the maybe that's the point. Maybe that's yeah. the whole thing. Well, but, it was uh, always, he was always, from the get-go, it was always taking the piss out of something. Yeah. yeah. Being aggressively not always aggressive sorry sometimes quite uh, uh um quietly yeah. against something like the, they looked like a bunch of hippies and stuff like that but they were really no, yeah. so against the flower power and really Definitely. taking the sh- well, piss out of it all the, the time towards you know? the end i mean he really considered himself a conservative like yeah. he really considered himself i think more a republican than anything right um, now, and, and me saying that, you know, he was this depraved fucking lunatic uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> musician, that that is just what I heard. And maybe that's yeah, maybe that's something that he cultivated. And mm-hmm. maybe that's just something that, you know, 19, late 1970s, 1980s society kind of um, you put upon him. I yeah, know. I don't know. But he is a, a radical, always was, yeah. you know, in whatever kind of fashion, if. You know, and God bless him for going against uh, you know <laughs> Tipper Gore and her whole fucking crusade. Because Absolutely. I mean, I think if anybody had like uh, of anybody, he had the most valid points. Yeah, he's a very intelligent man. Absolutely. Yeah, I just don't think he's as funny as he thinks he is. <laughs> yeah, no. And I do think like the stuff that I have heard off off the other two albums, and I haven't gone super deep into them, but I do feel like this is an album that probably you know it's that kind of like genius at the height of his game you know especially with the stuff that he did in terms of like producing and and the Mm. drum sounds that he's he was working with yeah really reaching like a point where he could let loose because of all the technological advances that have happened like he like basically what what one of the albums was like the first time anyone had recorded drums with that many channels or whatever right yeah yeah like he made an entirely midi album i guess which which was the first time that had been done like this just it definitely does feel like okay i'm at my creative peak brilliantly possibly yeah like i have everything at my disposal i can make whatever i want i'm gonna make three albums i'm gonna let loose the story's gonna go crazy yeah and and everything that would come with that comes with that whether it's like not much of a focus on whether you're being satirical or whether you're taking the piss out of misogyny or what are you doing and then I f- it's another one of those things where, like, maybe there's something here that's better if it had been reined in a little. Yeah. But the stuff that works, you can listen to and be like, yeah, he was brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a lot of evidence here. Oh, there's no question. I mean, uh, like, lyrically or not, like, the music, musically, he is a genius. I mean, he, mm-hmm. he like... Yeah. The, that shit just came naturally to him. I, yeah. And not to say he wasn't, like... 
insanely, uh, uh, you know, like uh, uh, well practiced mm-hmm, or whatever. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, again, I think it all just comes down to the fact that I just don't think he's as funny as he thinks. <laughs> yeah, he is. that's what it comes down to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and the climate again, and it's 1979, so the climate of what you know you can say that yeah. you know acceptable, racy, and fun, you know, yeah. is very different. Yeah, um, yeah, I and guess- yet at the same time, much harsher. Than oh, it is today. oh yeah, very aggressive. Clearly, you could never have a song called "Crew Slut." No, no. <laughs> These, unless you're, yeah. you know, Trey Parker and Matt Stone. In yeah, which yeah, case, yeah, Whatever they say, everybody just fucking eats it up. Yeah, but I guess I mean it was just I guess I don't know. It always seemed clear to me that the men were piles of shit in this story too, though. But again, I feel like Joe. I feel like Joe. Joe's worst uh, attribute is that he just kind of does whatever anybody tells. Oh, him he's ignorant. Do. Yeah, you know, and he just stumbles through all this shit. But he's, I don't know. He's like, uh, I, I, I don't even regard Joe as a character. Almost, he's he's sort of just like how we link all these stories together. Yeah, right. I don't know. I like I don't. I couldn't say anything. I've never thought of like what Joe is, who Joe is as a person. You know, mm-hmm. other than he's the name that we follow through. Like, yeah, almost right. like you are Joe, right? Right. And now, now this is what you did wrong. Right. Now this is what's happening to you. Yeah, you shouldn't have peed on that robot. Yeah, <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> I mean, I'll think twice before peeing on a robot. Fair enough. I'm not saying I won't. I'm just no, saying no, I I'll might. Th- I, th- I will think a little longer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Probably still end up peeing on the robot. Yeah, but. yeah. <laughs> I mean, this did make me want to just kind of go and listen to the other stuff again. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. It's not that it's been, been that long. I listened to Overnight Sensation like a month ago. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah. great. Um, yeah, this is a very interesting re-listen, though. Totally. Yeah. Check it out, uh, listeners. And if you've never heard it, let's hear uh, some feedback. What do you think of yeah. Zappa's Joe's Garage? Yeah. yeah. Which um, I imagine somebody has something to say. Oh, there's, for sure. There's not many like casual feelings about Zappa. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Take him or leave him. He's you know, uh, people are usually pretty passionate or violently against. Uh, yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, what uh, what are we in store for? This week, Greg, you spent some time with Zappa. I you did. watched Dracula 2000. I did. Um, I see tooth. I see goodness and, and badness, badness in yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. What's and, uh, well? I was str- there's these two albums um, that I really enjoy that I've been thinking about uh, doling out to you guys to, uh-huh. to get your opinions on because I'm pretty sure neither of you are particularly familiar with and i was uh, flopping back and forth which one am i going to choose all week uh and then i when they decided that dracula was judas iscariot and monster magnet stuff happened i was like fuck you guys (laughs) 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 and i was like this music is so horrible this Uh, time period was so horrible damn it no i can't no listen listen to any more of it i it's another edition of tell me why this was so fucking popular Uh, because i would really like it if you guys would tell me all about uh, the kid rock album uh, Devil Without a Cause. Uh, My name is Kid. And he's, he's got a brand new album. That he does. Yeah. But uh, I almost picked that. But then I li- I was on YouTube and I listened to the opening of Bata Bata. I was like, yeah, this is it. Yeah, great. great. We had that Kid Rock influenced out of produ- Which one did he do? The Uncle Cracker. Uncle Cracker, Uncle Cracker yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I think he's on this album. Uh, great. <laughs> oh, awesome. So yeah, give me some kid. Uh, well, yeah. he is an American badass. That's right. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, what a piece of shit! Uh-huh. Like he really, 
<laughs> he really just does look like a piece of shit. <laughs> like a literal piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, greasy fucking talentless hack. Well, well, save it because maybe we'll love it. That's true. I don't want to. This is a wildly successful. Uh And you know, I decided on this one too because I thought this was funny. And I'm like, this can't be real. Let me just pull it up here for you because I was reading about the albums, trying to figure out if this was going to be the one or if I should pick the one that has that fucking terrible uh, American badass song. Yeah. And then I found out that album's not actually like an album. It just it sort of remixes and a collection of all the stuff he put out before he got big. Oh, that must be great. Like, well, no, I want to. I want to like. Yeah, I want to hear the watered down versions of fucking Kid (laughs) Rock songs. (laughs) I want to like. I want a a firsthand experience of a cohesive album by him. Now this album got uh, four and a half stars from All Music, A minus from Robert Crisco. That's four stars from Rolling Stone. What I would like oh, listen to these accolades people threw at this uh where are we here? Um oh. people didn't know what the fuck they were talking <laughs> no, about. No, back but then, like the, the the reception was very good. And like silly uh yeah, there's some great review shit. Anyway, I can't find it right now. I don't waste people's time while I try and read things on Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. Go read it. <laughs> but yourself. people were like, This is great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Six singles, six fucking singles off of this album. Oh yeah. This is uh, great. So yeah, please tell me. Yeah, tell me all about it. Um. Well, we got a roll. Uh-huh. So let's get rolling, and we will find out which one, which two of us will be telling the listeners all about the film Focus, right. starring Will Smith and Margot Robbie, amongst others. Yeah. What's a Margot um, Robbie? She's a. Uh, She's gonna be in that. She's gonna be in, in that movie with Will Smith. Uh, she's from Focus, Wolf yeah, of Wall Street, uh, uh, Suicide Squad. About time. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is gonna Harley be Harley Quinn. Yeah, Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was in the TV show Pan Am, among other things. Uh, so this film, uh, I wasn't sure about this one because the the trailers have yeah. not kind of been. I, I don't you. think the marketing is that great. It's kind of like it's maybe a con movie. Might be fun. <laughs> Uh, maybe, maybe. maybe. I, I don't I feel like the little hand motion. I don't feel hey, maybe. I don't feel like it's uh, <laughs> really sold itself as what what kind of movie it's going to be because um, Mamo host Matthew Price said that it was a good movie and it kind of has a seventies sort yeah. of yeah. Uh, ramshackle yeah. con man vibe. So yeah. I, I trust Matthew. Yeah, Price. for sure. Uh, and I think if anything, it's the most highest profile, and it'll be it an is. interesting discussion. And it's been a while since Will Smith's been really a been a. It's hard not to. Been you know in a big picture. Like, yeah, he was in After Earth, but he's not really the lead in that. Yeah, no. So you know, I don't remember when's the last time he had a lead. Oh, Men yeah. in Black Three, but that's not yeah. really like it. <laughs> no, this movie. is a this is a Will Smith led <laughs> yeah movie. Yeah, is, I feel like it's been a so, while since something like that that wasn't a sequel. We'll anyway. s- we'll see about that. I have been teasing before the uh, episode a, uh-huh. a a Dan pick for loser. Um, I've been pick. I've yeah. been holding on to this because I wanted to bring the VHS in to pop it out uh, at the moment of just revealing it for you, but we don't have it. So where would you have popped it out? But <laughs> <laughs> <My butt>. um, <laughs> no <laughs> top. Ten podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Geo says they talk about butts a lot. <laughs> no, so I've loaded up the art on my phone. Um, this is related to the show because of nine hundred two one zero. Oh, uh, which we will be getting into in a minute. So yeah. 
the film that uh, we will be watching is Jason Priestley in Calendar Girl. Oh, no. Oh. And the reason... You know what? I've seen some of this okay. movie because it was I used to have cable when I lived uh, with my parents. And, yeah, uh, it was on there? It was on uh, TMN quite often. <laughs> the reason I wanted to pull the VHS out is because the movie is nothing but a picture of Jason Priestley's face. It tells yeah, you nothing, nothing about the movie. Is he hey, the you like this guy? Girl? Movie. Yeah, yeah, Calendar Girl. He's the Calendar Girl. Um, right. it, <laughs> when you look at this... <laughs> Jason Priestley they, plays a girl with a calendar. <laughs> the, I mean, the, the, the title of the this movie... Tuesday. Knows what day it is. <laughs> the cover... Or the, does she? <laughs> find out. <laughs> the, the title of the movie is written in the logo of... Of 90210. Now, if you were to look at this cover, Casey, and yeah. and viewers at uh, listeners at home, you're not viewers. Uh, yeah. Google it. Yeah. Would you know that this is a period piece? No. Uh, oh, that's right. It's in the '60s or something, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Really? Yeah. The movie is about. Are they going to like see? Try, they're trying Marilyn to, Monroe or trying something. To, yeah, they're yeah. trying to. Oh yeah. Okay. Get I've with heard her. Of this right. Thing. The, no, there's this nothing cover about where that. in the background it has Beverly Hills. Yeah, like, on a sign. <laughs> there's, there's. If I saw that, I would go. Oh, 90210 the movie. Right. Yeah. Okay, there's a little picture of Marilyn Monroe stuck in his hair. <laughs> yeah, I can't get it out. <laughs> yeah, why is that in his hair? Is that a pl- plot point? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. I, we have get to out of my hair. We have yeah. to go see Marilyn Monroe because she's the girl in the picture that's stuck in my hair. Yeah. Three young men go on an end-of-the-summer trip to Hollywood, their mm-hmm. quest to fulfill the fantasy of meeting Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. 4.9 out of 10 on IMDb. Yeah, great. So, oh, boy. Uh, also starring Jerry O'Connell. Of of Joe's apartment fame. Uh, does, he play, <laughs> does he play Vern? He plays Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm in. Yeah. So I just thought it's we get, we got nine or two and coming up. So yep. we haven't done. There's this probably fine, we can probably a fine, branch terrible out. choice. I yeah. don't want to see this at all. All right, Casey. Yeah. Uh, Calendar Girl versus Focus. Casey has rolled a nine. Oh, That's sweet. a Strong. good yeah. roll. <laughs> all right, I have rolled a five. Okay, this is tough because all right, Greg, nine or five. I that's a six. Woo! Damn, yeah. bringing uh, in the calendar girls <laughs> with the covert operations of wanting to watch it himself. Oh, yeah. God damn. Yeah. All right. Fucking a. Well, I will let you know about the calendar girl mm-hmm. and uh, and yeah, whether or not it's. Uh, Whatever it is. Nah, I'm <laughs> whatever it is. It's uh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's how I feel. Great. I don't get to go see Focus, which I was oddly looking forward to after Matt uh, described yeah, it too. as a 70s. Oh, yeah. uh, I yeah. had no so desire to, to see it until Matt was like, oh, it's actually pretty good. Oh, well, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh all right. Well, let's get into, uh, as we mentioned, 90210 Yeah Relay. We're going yeah. long this episode, but... Uh, you love it. You love it. <laughs> do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. Uh, yeah. Uh, so hey, you look, you wrote a book. Uh, hey, yeah. Casey pulled a book out. <laughs> the book is called This Week's Episode of 90210. <laughs> look at this. Look at. Oh, man. Oh, we've, already, we've already gone two hours. Oh. Yeah, I know. Well, have we? Yeah. Well, let's get a move on here. Three. I'm starting to get a cardio funk. <laughs> is that what that is? I can smell your cardio. Is, funk. is this cardio Ooh, funk? Your heart stinks. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, yeah, but honestly, it's a, it's a it's a letdown. Oh, it's really... a letdown that you wrote a book about. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, it's a letdown. But thirty pages of notes. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Okay. So we start out, mm. and Brandon and Brandon's dad, Jim and yep. Nat, are all loading. <laughs> yeah, I wish you people could see. 
how this looks like because Dan and I are sitting across from Casey's cross-legged on the couch with a hardcover book. Yeah. He's reading us the story of Cardio Funk. It was the night before Cardio Funk. <laughs> and all through, all through the heart <laughs> was a funk. Uh, uh, um, all right. Uh, yeah, so Brandon and Jim, Brandon's dad, mm-hmm. uh, and Nat are all loading some uh, like electronic equipment into the PP. Yeah, fuck it up. Um, and... Uh, and Nat's like, oh, I hope this brings in business. And Dad assures Nat that it's going to make him That so it will much- not. <laughs> <laughs> this will fail <laughs> like everything you do. Joey Tatas. Um, he's like, you're going to make, it's going to make you money and we're going to rock and roll. And mm. I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> so uh, Is then Dad we- going to play in the peach pit? Plays uh, keyboard jams. Uh, yeah. All right, I'm sorry. I'll wait. I'll wait. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so then uh, Kelly and Brenda are at aerobics class, uh-huh. and they're aerobicsing around, and uh, and they're laughing with this uh, this cute guy who isn't good at aerobics at all, but he knows he's not good at it, and he's having fun with it. <laughs> um. And he's like, uh, and the teacher's like, hey, Tim. His name's Tim. Uh Uh-huh. Hey, Tim, you won't be in the next episode. (laughs) (laughs) Enjoy your five minutes, Tim. (laughs) Um and he's like uh, the the uh, I don't know the instructor says something to Tim like hey lift your legs or something and he's like <laughs> <laughs> or something that was a bad lift example. your legs yeah. or something get some more cardio funk in this room <laughs> yeah <laughs> funk it up yeah Tim lift your legs I want to see your balls <laughs> um. So they look like maracas. You have yeah, I feel like you might have BD. Ooh, that is some cardio funk. Put your yeah. legs down, Tim. <laughs> uh, um, so yeah. so then Tim is like, oh, who does he think I am? A fly girl? And I'm like, you know what? Topical. Yeah. <laughs> I guess at that time it was topical. Yeah, sure. But, um, and Kelly's all like, he's cute. And then, uh, and then we cut to Dylan, and he's at an AA meeting, and there's like an <laughs> there's everyone, there's a cute alcoholic talking, and she is talking about how she you know hit rock bottom, and but she's only been sober for like a week now because her boyfriend is abusive, and Dylan's like, I know that girl. How do I know her from? And uh, <laughs> and uh, so yeah, so the girl is like, well, one night I was drunk in the ocean, and some kids <laughs> saved me. Uh, <laughs> And uh, Dylan's like, oh, yeah, it was my friends that saved her. Oh, is that the chick from the first yeah. first or second episode? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah we partied with some cheeseburgers and... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Brandon, like, all... Oh, yeah. Fucking A. Yeah, and she's like, oh, how's Brandon? Wow. Uh, Bringing it back. Yeah. Maybe you will be back, Tim. Uh, Season four. Don't count on it, Tim. <laughs> Trust me. I've seen... Uh, uh, Baby Dougie will come back. Dougie. Oh, the ghost of Dougie. <laughs> the ghost of Dougie shot Tim. No. He's not coming back. <laughs> ah, mm. ghost cowboy. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, so the girl is like, uh, yeah, so me and my boyfriend moved in together and we get drunk together all the time. And then like a week ago, he beat me up. So I'm trying to get sober and get away from him. And uh, so then we cut back to aerobics guy and he's hitting on Brenda. And he's like, you must be a supermodel or like a spoke model or something. <laughs> he sucks. This guy sucks. <laughs> or a super spokes model. 
He must be like a supermodel or a supermarket or something. (laughs) (laughs) So then Brenda uh, is like, nope, I'm in high school. (laughs) He's not phased by it. He's like, oh, well, I'm pre-med. You should go out with me. And she's like, no. And he's he's like, uh, can I call you? And she's like, I have a boyfriend. He's like, I don't fucking care. Brandon? uh, (laughs) What? (laughs) Who is doing this? Damn. No. I was like, Brandon would not act like that. <laughs> yeah, especially if he was asking out Brenda. <laughs> That's why I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> um, uh, Brandon, I have a boyfriend. He's your best friend. I don't fucking care. I don't care. fucking care. I want to fuck my sister. <laughs> Brandon, you're acting weird. I'm going to come back in two seconds when you'll be completely different. <laughs> yeah. Give you some time to calm down. Uh, yeah. So Callie's like, "Why don't you stop flirting with some guy? You have a boyfriend." And Brenda's like, "I was just being social." And I'm like, "No, you were full on fucking flirting with him." Uh, she so was, then, but she was saying, "No, I have a boyfriend." Yeah, but she was being all like, "No, no what, a, what a flirty thing to say." I'm taken. Well, no, but <laughs> but she's kind of like, "Oh, Tim, you're the you're a dream or whatever." Oh, okay. Um, mm. And. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you said, <laughs> uh, was, that, was that a Casey special? Yeah, I just put that in there. I didn't, it had nothing to do with anything. That's a classic why. Casey flirt line. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's how I get it. Your dream. Um, your dream. Mm. So then Dylan's talking to Sarah, and Sarah's the surfer girl. Yeah. And uh, he's like, how are you? And she's like, oh, better than the first time you saw me. And he's like, yeah, you were so wasted. Uh, <laughs> They're at AA. Oh, like, man. Don't make it sound like a super sweet epic party. Yeah, up top, bro. Dude, you were wasted like a motherfucker. Not anymore, though. <laughs> uh, uh, but she, she's like, oh, so how's Brandon? He and Brenda saved my life. And, and uh, <laughs> they should have just let me drown. And Dylan's like... Nah, that's not their style. It's <laughs> more like, my style. Yeah. <laughs> if I was there, you would be dead. <laughs> it's not their style to just let someone drown. It's not anybody's style. <laughs> oh, help that drowning girl. Nah, it's my style. <laughs> I, I'd like to, but this is my style. Watching people die is really my thing. <laughs> And loose-fitting jeans. Yeah. (laughs) And maybe building a robot? (laughs) Got a couple different styles. Try it on. Um, uh, So then she's like, like, oh, you know, I should take up, or I should keep surfing, and that'll keep me from drinking. And he's like, oh, well, you should come surfing with me tomorrow morning. So, okay, so we've already set up that Brenda's flirting with some guy uh-huh. and that he's got some hot girl. Oh, Brenda. I found the Brenda card, so whenever you're talking about her, I'm going to say Brenda and hold it up. <laughs> yeah, well, keep your fingerprints off it. You're devaluing it. <laughs> um, and uh, trust me, fingerprints on that thing are the last of my words. Uh, top, ten so they're, 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 top 10 podcasts. We're heading towards some kind of like People are cheating on each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe Bre- so wandering eyes with the dude and uh, and uh, Dylan as a brand new alcoholic. Dude. Uh-huh. So now, then uh, Brandon and Nat are setting up the uh, the like what looks like a sound system at the PP, and uh, Dylan comes in and tells him about Sarah. Uh, mm-hmm. Then Dylan goes to Brenda's house, and he's like, "Hey, Brenda, I'm 90 days sober." 
And she's like, oh, really? I didn't know that. I'm like, you're his fucking girlfriend. Yeah. 90 days. That's, not a, fucking... that's not that long. Not that long, no. <laughs> but if you think about it earlier on in this season, he did, you know, fall off the wagon. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. But she should know that, like, she should fucking she know because she's Three been months. there for all of those 90 yeah, yeah. days. Um, yeah, and he's like... Uh, 90 days. You, but you don't drink. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so Dylan is... Uh, so Dylan's like, well, maybe you should come to a meeting. And uh, and she's like, oh, well, uh, I will. And she, he's like, well, how about Sunday? And um, uh, she she had said to Tim, Tim was like, oh, are you going to be at class on Sunday? And he's and she's like, oh, maybe. So then Dylan's like, well, why don't you come with me Sunday? And Brenda's like, oh, well, I, I, got I already have a plan. Mm. And she's like, oh, but I'll cancel. Did he, me- does he, men- sorry, did he mention that he saw Sarah? At the no. Me- Neither one you- of them have like yeah, the girl. Yeah, no, hey, remember that but, girl you didn't let drown? Yeah, but he <laughs> I says saw her this morning. He says it's because it's a AA and everything is supposed to be anonymous. Oh, and I'm like, but you're bringing her to AA, so she's gonna see, see everybody the that's there. Yeah, anyway. yeah, you should come with me, but don't look at anybody. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if you see a blonde girl that looks like she might have drowned at some point, don't look at her. No. Um. Yeah. So then, uh, where are we here? Yeah, so then Sarah and Dylan are surfing, and uh, not much comes of that. Okay. Uh, we have so much in common. I dropped out my boyfriend, and I were... <laughs> oh, this was funny. She goes... Uh, she's talking about her backstory, and she's like, yeah, you know, like, uh, I dropped out of high school and everything, and, and I moved in with my boyfriend, and he and I were sharing a dump. <laughs> and I immediately thought of two people shooting at once. <laughs> and that made my heart You smile. finish first. No, no you finish you first. You stop shooting first. <laughs> we'll share this dome. Top 10. <laughs> Top 10 podcast. <laughs> Top 10. Dougie! <laughs> um, if you like people talking about dumps and screaming Dougie into their microphones, <laughs> see you next Wednesday. <laughs> if you want to see what podcasts have devolved into. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. So anyway, so she's like, yeah, so then I tried to go straight and I got a job at a salon. And he's like, want to cut my hair? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, <laughs> double on tone, bro. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so it turns out that what's happening at the Peach Pit is karaoke. Oh, yeah. boy. So we got okay. a nice light karaoke B-plot. Mm-hmm. Great. And guess what? Jim fucking loves karaoke. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he karaoke's all over the place. Right. And mom is like, no, don't sing. You're an embarrassment. Uh-huh. Uh, and then, uh, oh, this is all happening in the uh, uh, in the kitchen in the morning. Uh, so Tim calls Brenda. And Brenda's like, uh, oh, I have other plans, but you're very sweet. So she's like on the phone. She's like full on flirting with him in front of her family. And she gets off the phone and her family's all looking at her like, what the fuck are you doing? And she's like, what are you all staring at? I'm like, they're staring at you fucking cheating on Dylan. (laughs) Uh, And she was so like into the relationship when it was starting. Like, I feel like with Dylan. Yeah. Like there were Brenda. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's a surprising turn of events. Mm-hmm. That she was engrossed. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's uh, yeah, and there's really no like, it, it, there's nothing that sort of bring, brings boredom. it on or anything. It's just like, oh, she met another 
Oh, whatever. Uh, another this, dude. This, this second half of the season has been lagging hardcore. So at, right after Dougie dying, it's yeah. all been like, what are, we, what are we doing? And they got nothing to write about with Dylan and Brenda. So they're they're going to break these guys up soon. Yeah. If not at the end of this season, uh, you know. Maybe at the end of this episode. <gasps> oh, man. No. <laughs> uh, Damn it. So then, uh, uh, yeah, so Dylan and, and uh, Sarah are surfing, and uh, Sarah asks Dylan out. And he's like, oh, sorry, I made plans. Um, so then we're at karaoke, and Nat is, oh, this is the most fucking uncomfortable scene. Because uh, Jim is singing, and he's singing doo-wah diddy. Uh, and he's, like, up there, and he's singing his heart out and everything. And then all of a sudden, everybody else has a microphone, too. Because <laughs> all of the kids, like, Steve has a microphone, and Brandon has a microphone. <laughs> they and brought their own mic. Like, literally everybody has a microphone, and they're all singing. But it's like that, we're having so much fun. And we're, what, what are the words? I don't, I don't even know. The, oh, I'm going to sing anyway, because we're having fun. Ugh, gross. Yeah, it's just that real force. No, no, I can picture of, it perfectly. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's terrible. That, it's, it's really gross. Uh... And, uh, yeah, Dylan's like, I've never seen so many sober people having fun. <laughs> that was a weird thing to say. So then uh, Brenda, uh, yeah, so then Brenda and Dylan go home after that. And Brenda's like, oh, it used to be when we when we got home. Like, and Dylan's like, oh, I'm going to have a sandwich. You want a sandwich? And she's like, oh, it used to be that when we got home, he would want to fuck me. Now you just want a sandwich. And Dylan's like, okay, well, let's fuck then. <laughs> uh, but then. But then as they're just, like, starting to get into it, Dylan gets like a message and you know how you used to get like a phone message on like your answering machine you yeah can hear it yeah so they hear the the and it's her go it's Sarah going like oh I really need a drink and then I need you right now and Brenda's like the fuck yeah and um so then uh, someone from the pro- oh yeah yeah so he she's like who the fuck is this and Dylan's like oh it's just someone from the program that's why I didn't tell you and Brenda's like uh take me home right now uh, so he's basically driving Brenda into the arms of Tim. Oh, boy. I can't believe I'm saying these words. <laughs> uh, well, you wrote the book. Uh, <laughs> why did I write this yeah. book? Mm. Um, so then, uh, yeah, so then Dylan goes to Sarah's and the boyfriend's there, the abusive boyfriend. And he's all passed out on the couch. And uh, and then the boyfriend wake, wakes up because Dylan's like, hey, you got to go. You got to get out of here. And the boyfriend, he's all like hammered and shit. And he gets all up in Dylan's business and call and is all like, oh, you fucking this guy? You're a slut. He says that to Sarah. Mm. So, yeah, he's a bad guy. Yeah. And Dylan's like, get the fuck out of here. And, and boyfriend's like, fine, I'm going. You can have her. And uh, so Sarah like hugs him and she's all scared and stuff. But, you know, you see something going on. Yeah. So then Brenda and Kelly are talking about it, and Brenda's worried that Dylan is fucking Sarah. Uh, and she's like, why wouldn't? Why won't he tell me about it? And Kelly's like, well, why didn't you tell him about Tim? Yeah. Yeah. Real talk. Yeah. Shit. Kelly's keeping it motherfucking real in this episode. <laughs> um, so Sounds then, like both of them are being not true yeah, to yeah. themselves. Gro- Dylan to and each other. Brenda, uh-huh. learn yeah. your shit. Or the peach pit. So Jim or the is, cardio funk, yeah. So Jim is still singing, and everybody just hates it when Jim sings. Uh-huh. And that's kind of fun, keeping it going. Yeah. <laughs> so Brenda and Kelly come in, and Brenda's like, "Did Dylan call?" And Brandon's like, "No, but Tim did." And Kelly's super disgusted, and Jim is weirdly amused. <laughs> like the dad is like, 
Oh, looks like there's another guy. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good impression. Thanks. It's pretty good. Uh, And Brandon's like, don't worry. I won't tell Dylan. I'm like, he's your best friend. Yeah. Like, I know she's your sister and everything, but, like, it's a weird conflict of interest. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Uh, He doesn't want Dylan. Dylan's like, yeah. But, I mean, Dylan's also doing some stuff. He should. sounds like he's playing it fast and loose and not telling this other... Now, obviously, he's helping her for good reasons, but it also f- seems like, you know, well, you could be clear with your intentions with this other person to Brenda uh-huh. and just be like, listen, she's in a rough spot and, like, I'm helping her. Well, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty, <laughs> and we don't always make the right decisions. This is true. Um, this is true. You're right, Casey. I'm sorry. Continue. Yeah. Apologize to Dylan. Don't apologize <laughs> to me. Dylan, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, so Sarah makes Dylan breakfast because Dylan stayed there the whole night with her because she was scared that her abusive boyfriend was going to come back and they're getting really close and she's like oh you look cute in the morning and then they fucking kiss Uh-oh. Uh-oh. who instigates yeah. it she does okay but then he go- he goes along with it classic and Dylan then, oh he's like no this isn't a good idea <laughs> and she's like why <laughs> she sounded like her why and he's like because I have a girlfriend but now that I got the kiss out of the way, I can <laughs> sh- I can shut it down. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> I have a girlfriend, and I'm starting to sound like Steven Seagal. <laughs> uh, all right, so then we're back at aerobics class, and uh, Tim is talking to Kelly, and he makes it clear that he does not care that Brent has a boyfriend. He's going to try to fuck her anyway. Oh boy, because he thinks what? she's very charming. Oh boy, he yeah. th- that's not charming. <laughs> uh, well, he doesn't say that exactly. Listen, I don't care. It's going to happen anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, he does basically say that. Not uh, charming. So then Brenda is at AA with Dylan, and she's like, I like it. People tell their secrets. And then Brenda's like, do you have any secrets? And he's like, <laughs> and then she meets a sponsor <laughs> who tells Dylan that she's not, that, that Sarah's not his problem and that she has to, you know, do her own thing. And uh, so then we're back at karaoke, okay. and Steve and Andrea and D Bag are all making fun of some women's some woman singing. They're just kind of being dick. That's bead. Yeah. And then Jim goes up and sings again. Jesus oh, Christ! No, Jim. again. This Mom is going to capitalize in some way. His wife is so not supportive, and like she hates it when he fucking sings. He's going to do something at the end to win them all over. I can feel it. Ah, you'd think so. (laughs) Get me in that writer's room. Damn. (laughs) Yeah, get me in 1990 in that writer's room. Yeah. Uh, Five-year-old Dan Gorman. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, guys, I have some ideas. Have you read my reviews? (laughs) Um, Put my favorite worm monster in this movie. This episode needs less alcoholics, more worm monsters. Yeah, it's that kind of... Cross podcast crossovers that give us top ten. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, We're building a world. Confusing bullshit yeah. that, uh, <laughs> yeah. that the listeners love. Yeah. All right. So uh, yeah. So then Kelly shows up because she was at uh, at aerobics class without Brenda because Brenda was at AA. Oh. So she shows up with Tim. Oh. So now Tim's there amongst the gang. No oh, man. And then Dylan and then Dylan and Brenda show up and Brenda's like, oh shit. <laughs> Uh, cause T Dog's there. Yeah, and uh, T Dog and Dylan's like, who's this fucking guy? You met you? Did you meet him at a robot uh, at aerobics? And then Tim's like, uh, it's actually called Cardio Funk. And I'm like, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. title. I even wrote ah. Nah. <laughs> uh, so then uh, Dylan's like, all right, well I'm gonna go call Sarah. 
And Brenda's like, what the fuck? So then, so then Tim's like, hey, Brenda, come up here and sing karaoke with me. And then it's more of that kind of gross forced fun. Uh-huh. And then uh, Dylan is super not cool with it, but he's got to leave anyway because he, he doesn't know where Sarah is and he's starting to worry about her. Oh, and Brenda's man. super pissed about it obviously and then tim's like i can take you home he's starting to sound like dylan he's like i can take you home (laughs) yeah and dylan's uh so then dylan shows up at sarah's and the boyfriend's there and they're both fucking hammered out of their heads and uh sarah blames dylan for the fact that she's drunk she's like i couldn't get a hold of you so i got drunk instead (laughs) (laughs) um and then uh the boyfriend gets all up in dylan's business again then dylan just fucking cold cocks him right in the face damn yeah. Shit. Yeah. All right. Uh, something happened. Yeah. Finally, fucking something happened. <laughs> so Jim and mom uh, talk about Tim. Oh yeah, dad. Uh, and mom is like, I don't like it. What about Dylan? And the dad's like, eh, I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> like he's super cavalier about it. What's going on with these kids? Like, what's going on with Dylan? And who's this Tim guy? And the dad's like, Whatever. He's some guy. I don't care. He seemed nice. I like him. <laughs> Um, so then, uh, yeah, so then Tim is outside with, uh, with Brenda and he's like, if you want me to leave, just tell me. And she's like, no, I want you to stay. And then they kiss. Oh. Yeah. Whoa. Things are even. Wait a minute. Uh, Yeah. So they kiss for a while and then they stop kissing. And, uh, finally Brenda's like, no, no. And she's like, well, and he's like, well, just think about it. And she's like, okay. So then Brenda feels guilty, and she talks to Brandon about it, and Brandon is oddly permissive about it, too. Brandon's like, ah, it was just a kiss. We're supposed to kiss lots of people before we settle on some surfing loser. Like each other, uh, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, like you can kiss anyone. Like, I don't know, your brother or like... Uh, your brother? I don't know, whoever is in the room right now. Uh, oh, it's just me. <laughs> I guess we have to oh, kiss. Weird. I, I, mean, so. I don't want to get arrested. <laughs> yeah, I didn't make up this game but uh, <laughs> i know i don't want to lose it's uh, it's all it's, it's so out of control now i guess we should, we should just kiss to make everybody happy right? <laughs> um so uh yeah so he's like don't worry just you kiss some guy don't worry about it whatever um so then we're back at karaoke again carry the karaoke subplot does not move at all <laughs> oh, great just basically just the time filler yeah it's yeah, basically great. just so jim can sing a bunch of shitty songs there's anything i like more than a karaoke b-plot it's a karaoke b-plot with no point yes. with absolutely no point so then steve and andre and d-bag are bitching and complaining about how a bunch of old people are singing and uh and then they're like, uh, uh, tell Nat, like they say to Brandon, tell Nat that if he doesn't get rid of the karaoke machine, we're not ever coming back here. And I'm like, all you ever do is loiter anyway. All you do is just sit around and do fucking nothing. The old people at least buy things. Yeah. Like, shouldn't you? Like, because the place is full because karaoke is happening. Mm-hmm. But they're like, it's an ultimatum. It's them or us. <laughs> and uh, so he's like, all right. So then, he, so Brandon goes to Nat and goes like, yeah, um... The kid, the kids will leave if you don't fucking get rid of the karaoke. And he's like, "Okay, I will." Uh, so then we're back at uh, aerobics, and Brendan Kelly, uh, t- Tim comes up to them and goes, "Hey, what are you girls doing tonight?" And Brenda's like, "Not nothing with you." Uh, so like, she just totally blows him off, and um, she's like, "Yeah, I want to be with Dylan." So then Tim goes to Kelly. <laughs> Tim goes. Oh, she dumped me. And Kelly's like, well, I warned you. 
And he's like, yeah, you did. Huh. Do you have a boyfriend? Uh, and she goes, no. And then they go off together. Yeah. What? She's like, hey, well, I couldn't fuck your friend, but I feel like I could fuck you. So Wow. Yeah. Huh. So that happens. So then Dylan and Brenda are talking, and Dylan's like, uh, uh, sorry, that girl has needed me. Uh, you know, and then there's like this whole long screed about uh, alcoholism, and it's all just yeah. kind of boring and after school special. Sure, and but then, his is his point of this part like, as somebody who is recovering from alcoholism, like I saw that she was in trouble and needed help, so like that activated like something in me because I experienced. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, like he was trying to be yeah, a good yeah. guy, and she was just sort of flirting with some dude. So then Brenda tells Dylan, she's like, "I kissed him." And he was like, oh, fuck, should I worry about this guy? And I'm like, yeah, she kissed him. <laughs> like, be, be madder about this. And she and she's like, no, you know, I choose you kind of thing. And, and she's like, some people make mistakes. Uh, did you? And he's like, yeah. yeah. And so they're like, even. And then they're like, well, I, I don't want to break up. I don't want to break up either. Okay. And then... Uh, so then the last scene is Jim playing Wild Thing. He's got, like, headphones on, and he's playing Wild Thing on his Casio and singing God, at the top Jesus of his Christ. lungs. Yeah. So they're like, well, I guess he took the news of them getting rid of karaoke pretty well. And then, and then they're like, yep. And then I died of boredom. I thought the mom would come <laughs> in and be like, I love him anyway, even though he hate, he's an awful karaoke guy and can be a bit much with the karaoke. No, that she been just a nice kind of goes, well... Now that there's not karaoke, he's just singing at home with his Casio. Oh well, you think that the they end. would end it on a "But I Love Him" button? No, like a like a happy like shrug or something. No, I think she's starting to see him also for what the, he really is, which is a fucking <laughs> karaoke singing. Loser. She's like, good thing we soundproofed this room and locks the door, yeah. <laughs> locks him in. <laughs> I feel Sets like Brandon and uh, Brenda and Dylan like seem to work seem to have worked through that in a way where they didn't acknowledge any of it being a problem uh, like, like both of them fucking kiss somebody but there were different reasons on both sides of that um make out with somebody else but both of both sides need to be like hey both of us made out with someone else yeah you yeah. can't just this be like guess we're even we'll, let's stay together like, like literally it's like i made out with somebody oh you made out with somebody too oh but uh, we shouldn't are break we cool out? yeah let's just be cool about this yeah okay yeah, like I would like, like both of them. Even though that there's different situations on both sides, they're wrong. There's clearly for a problem, and they need yeah. to fucking discuss it. Yeah, yeah. So is this a fail Kids. on the pass, not pass? Well, it's a fail on the watchability scale because it's <laughs> so, so fucking boring. The main, the main plot was, um, kissing somebody else while you're in a relationship. Uh huh. Yeah, uh, but also alcoholism and also is alcoholism. bad. Yeah. Karaoke. Karaoke is also bad. So <laughs> let's say alcoholism and, you know, Karaoke. relationships. Yeah. Where do we land on this? Fail? Yeah, I, it's, feel it's like it's, yeah, I feel yeah, like it's... No one did anything pass. right. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we haven't had one pass ever. Well, because it's so, no, so there, terrible. It there was really one terrible. or two. I feel like they shouldn't have have mixed the alcohol subplot with the kissing other people's subplot. Because no, no, no. I feel like that muddles the water where it's like, oh, well, now, like... But they've already had a bunch of fucking alcohol well, episodes. The, yeah. How many cars does Brian have to destroy? Yeah. The thing is, uh, uh, like, way more. <laughs> uh, the thing is, like, I, I don't think that it started out as a as an alcohol 
episode. Yeah. I think it started out with a, a kissing other people episode. And they need to get him into they a needed, room where yeah, there might they, be some other people. They, they needed like a reason why he might cheat on her or something or yeah. why he might be in a situation where he's alone with a girl. And, uh, uh, and, they and that, that, yeah, yeah, like they just brought back, oh, why don't we bring back an alcoholic so that he has, he yeah. can relate to her that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a real big fail. And it was so boring, you guys. <sighs> yeah. Was, like there's right. a, there's a plot in there about like him having this like alcoholism problem and helping somebody who's in it and that coming off like it's maybe he's spending time with someone that's not his girlfriend. But then just to make it that they both made out with other people and they'd be like, oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> that they, oh, well, we canceled each other out. Yeah. Not pass. Not pass. Not pass. Right. Oh, man. Well, that is it for this super How, long. See you next Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe That's the longest just we've ever. Us money. Stop it. Yeah, two hours and 23 minutes. Jesus, right get me the Christ. fuck out of here. Um, <laughs> I hate you fucking guys. <laughs> If you would like to listen to more of us for more hours, you can go to modernsuperior.com, and we are up there alongside all of the other podcasts that we love. Mm-hmm. Uh, tons of stuff up there. New Time Bandits for more of us. Uh, new Super Zero. Mm-hmm. Uh, drink alongs up there. Mm-hmm. Two turntables and a bottle of wine. Mm-hmm. Do-over and more. Do-over, another top ten. That's right. Podcast yeah. of Toronto. So go check out modernsuperior.com. It should be noted, too, that, that uh, Do-over... And, and see you next Wednesday. We're we're in the top ten, but all of all of our shows, all of Modern Superior shows, were in the uh, the long the nomination. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, pretty good. So so top ten guys, get yeah. out there, uh, listen to more shows, listen to whatever you want, uh, support podcasts, and you can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash synwpc or twitter.com slash synwpc. And if you'd like to email us and you listen to all of this uh, two-and-a-half-hour mega episode, <laughs> email us at info at modernsuperior.com. Email us at info at modernsuperior.com. Even if you just listen to this whole episode and you want to say, I made it. I made <laughs> yeah. it through. Yeah, if you made it through. If you made yeah. it this far, email us to tell us. You're doing yeah. great. We'll <laughs> yeah. give you a yeah. big congratulations yeah. because I barely made it through. <laughs> and as always, we will see you next Wednesday. Goodbye, Internet. Yeah. Straight cash, homie. Top 10, Dougie. Top 10, Dougies. <laughs>